Hey, Spencer, have you heard of Lisa Lampanelli? Oh, you're talking about the queen of mean, right? Yeah, but she's also become the queen of lean. Did you know that? She has a, a play called Stuffed, where she delivers brash, skinny insight from the fridge to your ears. No, oh, yeah, not, no. I don't think that's what happens in the play. <laughs> I've actually heard reviews for the New York Times that have said uh, Stuffed offers laughs, genuine pain, and even a bit of insight. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Why? Is that relevant to anything? Well, well, you know, yeah, Lisa Lampanelli, she's got a lot of street cred, and she's also got a new Feral Audio uh, podcast um, where she and her co-host, Mike Morse, uh, talk about health, food, body image, everything else to help you be the best you you can be. That's a that's a, that's a a real hairpin turn for the queen of mean. She's, she's stopped stomping on uh, political sensitivities uh, long enough to help you self-actualize and get, engage in some self-care. So what? She dishes out some tough love as she takes your questions about being fat? Fat, being skinny, being anything but right, and helps you grab a little self-acceptance. I mean, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, but there's other stuff too. Like if you if you want to get yelled at by uh, Lisa, you can email get stuffed at feralaudio.com, uh, and maybe she'll uh, she'll make you feel like a piece of shit on the, on the podcast, <laughs> or, or or maybe she'll make you feel better. I, you you don't know with Lisa Lampanelli, she's the queen. Of mean and lean, um, <laughs> give their give her hotline a ring three four seven four six four two six five four, and you might end up in the show that way too. But in either case, it's worth a listen. It's free. Like uh, I think it's very interesting that she that she's 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 like had some transformative n- nutritional experience that she and now is is, is doing insights because you know what's interesting about the idea of Lisa Lampanelli talking about body image and stuff is that we already know that she doesn't give a shit about what your feelings so and and what we probably need to do more of when we're talking about um, health issues and stuff is actually have some frank conversations we're a very fat country very diabetic country very diluted uh, v- vain. Um, uh, self-loathing, uh, shallow country. Like, like, what, what, what do we need to do to actually be healthy? I, I, I would trust uh, uh, the queen of mean turned queen of lean to, to, to tell me that. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe to uh, get stuffed. Get stuffed. Kick the craving. Subscribe to get stuffed on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com/slash get stuffed, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage. The new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. My name is Robert Patrick. I play Gary Tyson. That's Gary Tyson with an I. In the film Last Rampage. Evil broke loose in 1978. Arizona State Penitentiary. You know, that was interesting. What, what, what it was like playing a real person as opposed to a, a fictional character. It, it was really trying to wrap your head around how this guy could do some of the things that he could do. That was the, the things that you were drawn on. Of course, I, I, there was no way you're going to try to do an impersonation of a guy, nor was I going to try to, you know, get as heavy as the guy. Uh, I didn't have enough time to really go that route. But I, I, you know, I found him really, really interested in trying to live up to the charisma that he had. I fell in love with the folklore of the story, like there, you know, the the whole idea that he was a guy that was raised uh, during the Great Depression. See that, from a historical point of view, those kind of stories resonate with me. That yearning for something better, trying to find it, have to steal to get it, 
How do you deal with that if you're a religious person? You know, how do you run underneath that? How do you justify it? He had a double life sentence that he began to push his wife and his kids to say, God, you know, I'm going to serve one term, and when I die, I'm going to serve another term in hell. Uh, I got to get out of this. And and the 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 link that he was willing to uh, uh, go to to get his kids to help him get through this and get him out of prison was it was fascinating to me. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on facebook.com slash lastrampagefilm. Feral Audio The Nerdist Theater. Carmen Town is now in session. Do we have a Spencer Crittenden among us? There he is. Spencer Crittenden! And just to keep things... Rolling. Let's bring up the mayor of Harmon Town, Mr. Dan Harmon. Mm, Casey Rupp. So important that he or she has to have two. It's K- I know Casey. Uh, I heard somebody say, "Who is she?" in the in the crowd, and I, it's it's funny when you, you 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 know the gender of somebody, and then you hear someone. Yeah, they don't know. I, I uh, 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 ju- ju- what, 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 what you I, I'm just waving to the people in the front row. What do you? What, what's we going got on? Dave Klein and Lee are wearing matching schmatas right now. You guys want to get up and show the crowd? This, uh, you guys, are, are you in love? What's going on here? Are you guys, you, you, let's see. Yeah, this is very nice. Yeah, they, they both have kind of a a Vincent Van Gogh, uh, Starry Starry Night kind of thing happening. Uh, you, oh, you got presents. Oh, she's reaching into her purse. This looks like some illicit action going on here. This is our. This is our. This is a a, a, a couple made of Harmontown regulars. Can, can I ask? Can I inquire? Is this, has this become a romance between you two? Yeah. 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 All right. Oh shit. Jeff, Jeff, just to answer you, uh, you, you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my God, that's so beautiful. I, did, you, did you guys just go to Disneyland? Yeah. I got it. She gave me a Mickey Mouse pin, which I, I adore. I love all things Disneyland. Oh, look at you little lovebirds. All right, sit down. All right. Well, no, well Dave Klein, what were you going to say? You look like you had something to say. I uh, just, just want to give a shout-out to Vin- Vinny Van Gogh and also uh, some a top-notch handkerchief fine art game they got up at the Getty Center. You got great fine art prints on some top-notch silk scarves. Yeah. Uh, enter the code YUP for a 20% discount. 
<laughs> he, he just becomes like this corrupt cottage industry. Uh, Nike's coming out with the new yuppies. Uh, uh, we should do that. Like you know, now, now that we're occasionally doing ads, we should have some of our uh, our, our our Armenians get up and do, do some of our spots for us. Sure, if you if you have fifty thousand dollars, we'd be happy to uh, plug your Etsy with the same vigor as we do Meundies. Um uh, Cody just texted me before the thing, but I was thinking because somebody Casey Casey could be a girl's name or a Cody's 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 I think I think tends to be a little more of a boy's name than a girl's name, but Cody's excited if she were to have kids like she, you know whether it's a boy or a girl it'll be Cody Junior it'd be cooler if it's a girl have a Cody Junior I think that'd be cool <laughs> and then and then just just now she texted me because we were just having such a nice time like we're staying in a hotel because we got skunked and. Uh, it turned into a really nice what the what the kids call a staycation, and by kids I mean Jay Moore, um, <laughs> the Jay Moore generation. Uh, I think they call it a staycation, and uh, and it's it's been really nice. We've been watching a lot of true crime stuff and murder stuff, and so and she was she was just texting me, what if what if what if we had a kid and we another name could be forensic. Uh, <laughs> That'd be a good name. Forensic, forensic. Heller. Forensic Harmon. <laughs> okay, so uh, I just want to race through. We have, a, we have a guest I'm pretty excited about. And I think it's going to be just more fun to just hang out with and chat with. Not that that, that excludes anybody else that's ever... That they've all been fun to hang out and chat with. <sighs> Except that one guy. Yeah, one guy. <laughs> that weird guy from Game of Thrones. He was a real bummer. Uh, Grey Worm? Yeah, when I mean, he started <laughs> rapping in fucking Valerian. Oh. <laughs> P.U. What a guest. Uh, uh, that's, that's, that's sarcasm if Grey Worm's listening. I'm, I'm being funny. No. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty amazing. Um, I'm, I'm still excited that we had Grey Worm on the show. This, uh, 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 these are, I just want to do another segment, even though it's going to be the same content, but it's, uh, again, just reminders to uh, wait staff. Uh, do we have a theme song for that segment? Just, Just... <laughs> Yeah, don't forget the stuff I told you not to do when you're serving me food. Just because the economy's collapsed doesn't mean it's communism. There's still a hierarchy. Your money still has to trickle down from someone in the entertainment industry. It's Los Angeles, not Detroit. Stop saying, how's everything tasting? Stop it. Tasting is a word that evokes the idea of things in the mouth. I don't want you talking about what's in my mouth. I don't want you to stop saying, how's everything tasting? How does everything taste? Just say, how is everything? Leave it at that, okay? How's everything, how's everything in your mouth? How's your tongue running over your food right now? Uh... Well, uh, do, 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 you so, wanna, do you want that music staying in between each one of these, or do you want to just keep it rolling? <laughs> put, put a tag on that. La uh, let's try it out. Like, so finish. No, no. That there's first only one. one. There's only one more thing. So then, so then, it's just one more thing that a waiter said to me. Okay, so this kind of blew my mind because, as you know, if you listen to the podcast, you know that I I don't enjoy it when you eat all your food and it feels like it's held against you somehow in some kind of strange, weird, like power <laughs> dynamic, like where you, I'm talking about the thing where they uh, I guess you hated it when you and there's only crumbs on the plate and they like 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 I don't like it because it's them going like 
Well, you either have to be a dick by not laughing, or you have to like subjugate yourself by laughing. I don't want to be put in that position. <laughs> you non-privileged people think you have problems. <laughs> as, as Molly Ringwald once said to Anthony Michael Hall, it's hard being popular. So th this this little fucking boner was pulled on me today. I've never heard this so, one in somebody, my life. Somebody pulled a boner. Sometimes so, sometimes a white person will say when they look at your empty plate. Again, you, I guess you hated it, and that leaving you to either go, <laughs> no, I liked it, <laughs> or for you to go, what to do, what to go, and then and then and then they'll, and then they'll go like, come on, it can't be that bad. I don't like being manipulated in a conversation. Like it, it can just be exchange of information. Like like that. I don't I don't do that to you people, right? Thank you. That was a good meta joke. I I, I riffed that. I lived it. Uh, so so this this I've never I've never heard this before. This uh, so I, I I'm halfway done with the meal. Right. Cody and I are sitting at the... Uh, I won't name the place. I don't want them to go out of business. I don't want to Oprah their beef industry. I know the power I have. I'm going to let them chill for a little. The manager will hear this. He'll clean up his act. Just to uh, keep it vague, it was one of Guy Fieri's restaurants. <laughs> uh, so uh, halfway done with my meal, and this person comes up... The, the wait person comes up and says, I wrote it down... <clears throat> Well, I, uh, uh, God damn it, fuck it. No, I know it's your worst nightmare that I would point you out or mention you. Uh, so I'm not going to. Welcome. All right, so this, the wait person comes up and says, Well, I guess I can assume everything's tasting good because I can see that everything's half gone. And I was like, I was like, well, my bro, I was like, I reserve the right to, to force myself to eat shitty food. If it, it's not like, you can't assume, what, what do you mean? What do you, I guess I can assume everything's tasting good. First of all, you're using tasting. Let that slide. I guess I can assume. What do you mean? That's like when you say to somebody, I owe you an apology. Well, give it up, N-bomb. Give me my apology. Don't tell me you owe it to me. That's like abuse. Or even if you say, uh, I, I, I apologize. No, you don't. You describe yourself apologizing is what you do right now. You're Tarzan saying, I apologize. You're not apologizing. It's an acknowledgement of the offense, an expression of remorse, and a commitment to change. I learned it in therapy. Four deep breaths. Four deep breaths. You don't, you don't. Well, I guess I can assume everything's tasting good. You can ask me if it's good. All right, fine. That ends the segment. Okay. All right. And then there was an Uber driver uh, playing uh, 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 country western music. Um, uh, and by Uber driver, I guess I mean not he wasn't he was not a country western listener uh, uh, genetically. Do you want was, do, you, do you want do you want some theme music for this for this segment here? No, no. This is just Dan Harmon's like 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 attempt to to weave the highway cones of of white guilt and uh, racism. <laughs> I, I just like I felt like the guy I felt like it's like the guy was like I don't know like I I look the I'm, I, I I he he was an he was an Uber driver what, what country is that I don't know but it was not the place it's not the place where Travis Tritt is from it's, and it's, uh, not, it's called uh, Uberkistan and, 
and and and, as, and and I knew I could I you know it was the, the same cologne in the Uber and the same the same general vibe, but he's like playing the thing. But it was, and I was thinking, oh, it's Westwood. That's why he's playing. He's playing like this country station, and I think it's like, I think it's I, I don't I think it's maybe because. I just made this racist assumption. I was like, this can't be his favorite music. Because it's like, I, I remember, it was like, uh, well, let, well, let's let's raise a, wait, where is it? Where's the thing? Well, let's raise a glass, cheerleaders and quarterbacks all through this small town heartland. Like, it was like, like I, those are actual lyrics, like, kind of, not through all, all this, all through this small town heartland. That's, I made that up. But, but it was like, let's raise a glass to the cheerleaders, quarterbacks, and a uh, and, and it was like, and he's driving, and he's like, he's like, he's definitely like Eastern, Eastern, East of Eastern European. And so, and so, he's never, he's. I'm not saying he might be into today's modern country. He might, and I, I, we all want him to be, especially the people that ride get a get an Uber in Westwood. Okay, tourists who are like staying in Westwood, and they're like, "Oh, you like Travis Tritt?" And, uh, yes, I do. <laughs> More stars for me. <laughs> but that's the thing I can't figure out. Is like, really, stars are that hard to get? Now, you could have tried to like investigate and ask him some like, what, "No, what other, I won't. I would what, not. What, no. What, you ever see this guy live? Or because you know, if I had said like, "You like country western," he would have been like, "You want me to change? You, I'll change it." And like, I'm not. I don't want to engage with you. I want to listen to my last week's podcast. <laughs> on my earbuds. All right, all right. Look, I didn't come here to win popularity contests tonight. <sighs> you know, speaking of last week's podcast and music, uh, you sang a little uh, hair metal song about radio. Oh, right, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, uh, oh, crap. Oh, yeah, here it is. Uh, his name is, uh, we found it on Twitter. He gave it to me. His name is Nick Siepman, S-I-E-P-M-A-N-N. And I forget his, uh, I think his Twitter handle is Saint underscore Brickworks, if you want to find him. Uh, can I play what he wrote? It's, it's only, it's about two minutes long. I think you guys might enjoy it. Yeah, uh, so if you, so, so if you, if you've, if you've, if you're a hardcore enough fan that you've clicked on this, then you can, I guess you can use your little 15 circle button to, to fast forward through, because right. you're playing the thing that you, but if you're, if you bought a $10 ticket, fuck you. <laughs> But hopefully you haven't heard it. No, but it's really good because Dan just freestyled. What, 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 what was the setup to your song? You just thought, I was just singing Radiohead's name sounds like the title of a very non-Radiohead band from like 86 or something. Right, like, like kind of a hair or, band kind of yeah, thing. Like, like, and so it's, uh, Nick here has, has titled this track Nightblade. Or maybe, the, no, no, sorry, the band is Nightblade. The, song, the track is Radiohead. Shall I play it? Here yeah, we go. Yeah, I I I, I played this I in the car. I haven't heard it. You described it to me in the green. Yeah, room. I listened to it in the car on the way home from the airport today, and uh, it's. And rock. by the way, I just want to thank this guy in advance because I did, as I was saying to you in the green room. The truth is, I was I was high at Radiohead, and I I really did start doing that thing, and it was from a place of joy, and it was really much better than what I shared with you. And I was like, turn your station to misery, and I was like, I was like trying to recapture something that was truly joyful, which every time I do, it always sucks. But now this person is like a yeah, he, like in true '80s rock and roll fashion, he's taken crappy lyrics and made it rock. Here we go. Misery. <laughs> oh, watch your dial. 
Solo. That's some good shit. <laughs> yeah, I would have mixed the uh, lyrics a little louder. Uh... <laughs> you ungrateful son of a bitch. Yes. Spencer, was, what do you think about that? It was but amazing how Dave took his shirt off when his guitar strap was still around. His head. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> come, come, come to Town. We will, we will note your space work. No, I loved it. It was great. Yeah. It, it, it was great. I mean, uh, if that's not worth right. subscribing to see Dave Klein take a shirt off and defy guitar strap space work. <laughs> so, anyways, I, I'll save my Olympic questions for when our guest is out here. That can be one of the things that I'm obsessed with because yeah, our next guest is a. He's kind of a well, armchair denotes like amateur. I mean, he's a he's an expert. He doesn't have a PhD. He's a he's a comedian and a writer, but he's he's kind of an expert on obsession because he's got a feral audio podcast uh, about uh, obsession. Different people come on, they talk about the things they're obsessed with, and he gets to the bottom of them. Um, he's also uh, written like uh, amazing, uh, super funny, crazy shit for our friend James Urbaniak, who's uh, been on the show. Um, please welcome Joseph Scrimshaw. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't realize until right before I, I was like, wait, jo am I a hundred percent on your name? Like that's, I, I kind of like, 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 like it's Joseph Scrimshaw. I like that being part of my, my name, just the hesitation. Yeah, it's uh, Joseph Scrimshaw. Yeah, like, that's a good name. I had to, uh, uh, Ali Shawcat was on the uh, show uh, a couple episodes ago, and I. I, I can't even remember what I, I, I paused. I was like, I don't think I've ever said her name out loud. <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, Aliyah. Like, 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 uh, anyways, it's, it's enough about me. <laughs> um, uh, so, so you, you, your podcast is called Obsessed. Yeah. So it is a borderline sort of dangerous therapy because I just, uh, I thought it'd be fun and funny to ask people what they're obsessed with and then, uh, kind of comically rate them. Uh, and then a lot of times people rate, are like, he said, rate. <laughs> You can do that comically. Yes. <laughs> Consensual rating happens on my podcast. Yeah. Uh, 
And uh, yeah, and sometimes people are like uh, dangerously into the thing. Uh, and then I never have the guts to say like, yeah, you have a problem. That's it. <laughs> How do you no, tell the difference? Because I was because uh, uh, Dustin suggested, well, maybe you should think of the things you're obsessed with. And I started to kind of tailspin because I think I, I might. And my therapist has used the word obsessive like in reference yeah. to me. I don't think she's being officially diagnostic in that capacity, <laughs> but she's saying she's like, you have to understand that you like when you when you start. Like thinking about something, like you, it's hard for you to get off of it, right? Um, and uh, so that that goes for like, yeah, anything. And then I was wondering, like, like what's how do you know? Is there a difference between first of all obs- obsession, um, uh, loving something? Yeah. Like, like I know, th- I feel like there's a difference there because you can love ant slash hate. You could be obsessed with cockroaches, right? And not and not want them to crawl on your arm. Um, but and then there's that third thing, which is just like addiction or compulsion like like is yeah. there do you draw, draw lines between these things if somebody were to come on your podcast Steve, uh, Matt, Matt Gorley said he was obsessed with quicksand right <laughs> he thinks about quicksand all the time or he did in his childhood you guys talked about that yeah um, and he obsessively makes quicksand still he does like he knows the recipe of the perfect quicksand from the 80s like he knows how much oatmeal to use <laughs> and shit like that <laughs> um, is it so? Are there lines between that? Like, 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 do you ever have people you email them and go, "Hey, what are you obsessed with?" And they write you back. And do you ever write them back and go, "Well, that's uh, everybody's uh, obsessed with masturbation." <laughs> no one has offered masturbation. Uh, if they offered masturbation, I would take it in a second. All right. Well, I uh, guess now we know what this yeah. episode is. Because I, uh, I would I, be happy to talk with you. I my short, together about masturbation. My short list was because I didn't know. It was like 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 like. Uh, well, I'm sorry. You can finish answering my. Oh dumb yeah. Question. I just. I, I think the big thing that I feel like I have learned about obsession doing this for a couple of years is that when people try to take a thing out of the element that it lives in. Like, a lot of times people will, uh, like a band or a TV show, and to me, like, truly obsessed with it when you find other ways to make it be a part of you. Oh, fun. So, like, when you, like, really like something, like, oh, I like that TV show. Some people are like, I think I'm obsessed with Twin Peaks because I watched it all once. Right. Like, no, no. Right. Other people are like, no, I have a tattoo and I have to look at it at 1247 every day. It's of an owl from Twin Peaks. Like, right. it's when people try to make it a a part of their lives outside of the original origin of the thing. Right. My, yeah, it's like our friend Derek Mears, who, uh, Derek's been on the show. Uh, hasn't he? Yeah. Yes. Derek, yeah. Uh, I, you know, he plays Jason Voorhees, or did in some of the, uh, the Friday the 13th, and he went to some horror convention, and a guy came up to him, and he had a tattoo of the Jason mask on the back of his shaved head. <laughs> and he asked Derek to sign the, the base of his neck. And Derek's like, no, because I know what you're going to do. He's like, just sign it. He's like, I'm not going to sign it so you can get a tattoo. He's like, I just sign my neck. So Derek reluctantly did it. The guy came back the next day with the, you know, with the cellophane on it and the Vaseline. It's like now forever he's got Derek's name in a Sharpie tattooed on the base of his now, neck. Not to, he, not, yeah. not, to, not to derail, but I'm kind of fascinated now like what, what Derek's, you know. I remember feeling that way when I was 25. Seven and like somebody would somebody like I was working with Schraub and comic books and somebody would come up. Well, I remember a girl. I've told the story. A girl who was a super fan of an improv troupe we were in in Milwaukee. And when we br- the night that wow. we announced we were breaking up, she came she came into the dressing room with a basketball sized um, tattoo of our 
90s John Crickfalusi looking logo um, uh, on her thigh saying like I wish you had told me <laughs> like, like, and I don't know you know like, like I, I do I, I, am, I am I am a little interested in like like I th- but 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 that guy I don't know like also, I, I, that, that guy also when he, sh- he showed Derek his license he had legally changed his name to Jason Voorhees that, that yeah. was his name on his driver's license so so but but, but that, okay but that's not why Derek didn't want to put his signature on the back no, of his head. Derek didn't like, want to feel responsible for this guy's for his, obsession for art on his neck. Like, like, why, why do you want my my signature on you for life? That's weird. Like, I, I don't want to be like, not like you're a weirdo, but just like I don't want to have that much influence it, on the rest yeah, of your life. He should have like written his name and then underneath, "Do not tattoo." And see, <laughs> <laughs> do you think? Do you think? Do you think in Derek's mind this is where I would access it? It would be like the equivalent of if you were a um, uh, female performer and uh, somebody, a girl, young girl, came up to you. And somehow, like, I'm trying to riff an example that's going to get me all kinds of trouble, but I'm like, also, it's like on this clear side of like, like, if somebody was like, can you, can you, I'm so, I'm so inspired by you and, uh, and how beautiful you are. And I, I like, can you, like, I don't know, I'm trying to, what's the fucking example? Like, um, uh, uh, sign this, uh, uh, tiny sandwich container. So every time I think of you, I can eat the smaller sandwich or something. And that you would go, I don't want to lend my, I don't want to endorse your, um, you're, that's something that I think you actually need to deal with. Is that that's what I'm trying to get at? Yeah. Like, by, by, like, like, I think for Derek, if it was more just a little bit of bashfulness, like he just didn't feel like that was he was maybe worthy of that. Which I don't think. Yeah. If that's the only reason, then I I kind of came full circle, like because I used to I used to go, oh, that's a character from a comic book that my friend Rob drew. I dude, that's not important. Like now it's going to be on your calf forever. Like that's no good. But. Then I started to, I, at some point I was like, well, I guess it was probably all the community tattoos. I was like, this is fine. Yeah. No, no, this is this is absolutely justified behavior. Yeah. Joseph, uh, do, did you start this because are you obsessive about things? Too? I am a very obsessive person. Like, uh, do, do you have a list of things or is it all under one umbrella of obsessions? Oh, uh, no, I have a whole list of things. It's, not, uh, it's, it's a little bit, I'm sure the joke has been made. You're obsessed with obsession, obviously. You I started am, a podcast yeah. about it. Yeah, but I mean, there me- there's always been media I've really liked. I'm a big Star Wars guy. Uh, in college, I, I got really into squirrels. Uh, <laughs> when you say you got into squirrels <laughs> I don't know if you know this about squirrels on campuses But they're very friendly They're extra friendly Also, uh, squirrels on film <laughs> uh, Yeah, well there was, a, there was a squirrel in my neighborhood I mean, squirrels are very easily They're so close to cats to, Like evolutionarily I mean, they'll they're, they'll, they will, uh, I mean, yeah, if you, if they, like, anywhere that they're not getting actively killed all the time, they'll, like, if you go like this with your finger, they'll crawl up your leg. Yeah. And, like, because they think you might have a peanut or something. Yeah. There was a kid in my neighborhood, there was a squirrel named Charlie who would, who, who did that. It clearly had been, like, trained or something. How did you discover its name was Charlie? We all called it Charlie. I don't know. It was like it was it was it was folklore. I don't know. Was see, like, see, well, that, Charlie's Joseph. Like the, that was a very squirrel obsessed question. Like you want? How, how did you get so close to the squirrel? Like he, like he, he told you his name? Yes. I remember just crawl up your leg. It was the most amazing thing to have a squirrel like 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 use your pant leg. Like like to yeah. like, like scale you as if you're a tree and you're like and it's like right there it's a wild animal but it's like and then you just feed it a little nut or something 
or or you go, sorry, I was just seeing if you do that. <laughs> I don't walk around with nuts. I saw you. And, um, and what, then, what form, Joseph, what form does your squirrel or did your squirrel obsession take? Like, wh- how did that manifest? So uh, I was doing, uh, uh, like, just sketch comedy stuff. And uh, I was doing sketch comedy with my brother. And he was like, hey, I, I think what this sketch needs is for you to be dressed as a squirrel. Uh, and uh, my girlfriend does costume design, so she wants to make you a squirrel costume. So I was like, sure, okay. Uh, so I dressed up as a squirrel, and then I decided, like, oh, I should be, like, real method about this. So, <laughs> so, so you, you didn't know that you had a squirrel thing until this... Uh, yeah. This is your origin story. Yeah, this, okay. is, my, <laughs> this is how I became Squirrel Man. Uh, yeah, so then I started watching squirrels all the time. And I think the thing that has... <laughs> not on TV. Uh, yeah, in real life. Yeah. In real life. Because um, I, I don't want to get political, but there's not a lot of squirrels on TV. <laughs> No, it's pretty much uh, Rocky. And I'm when they are, they're like, oh, I'm... Uh, they're dumbasses. I love nuts. Yeah. Gonna... Well, Dan, you're, you're, you're a writer. I've noticed you haven't put a lot of squirrels in your shows. Yeah, but the thing is, that's that's because uh, of meritocracy. Uh, the fact is, uh, uh, you, know, you Dan, need to talk to the agencies. There's not a lot of talented squirrels hey, out Dan, there. God damn it! You can deflect all you want. Big old squirrel planet in Rick and Morty? I think it would work. <laughs> all right, so... so... <laughs> Give us, give us another obsession. Give us another specific. Uh, this is this sounds like a joke uh, because it is, but it is also true. Well, to be uh, fair, squirrels sounded like a joke too. <laughs> uh, I have I have been thinking a lot about shame. Uh, I have been sort of obsessed with how people internalize shame because I think a lot of comedians is, uh, make jokes about feeling great shame, uh, but. And I do that too. And then I also do feel shame. So I, I, right now I've been obsessed with thinking about exactly how we all develop our different ways of sort of internalizing that we should feel guilty and question everything we say. Did wow. you did you change the subject from squirrels? They kind of, they kind of go hand in hand <laughs> because squirrels are burying their shame for no, the no, winter. No, no, I, I asked him for another example. I asked. Him oh, for okay. A, well, that was fucked up. I mean, we hadn't. I mean, getting a straight answer on the squirrel thing. Did you ever get to the bottom of it? Uh, I think that Jeff, don't you uh, be ashamed of yourself, <laughs> Dan? You're obsessing right now. I'm in a weird mood tonight, and I I think I did one of those things where I forgot I took the Adderall and then I took another one. <laughs> And then I also thought, because I was in Westwood, I was like, oh, it's going to be a really long Uber yeah. drive. So I, 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 I felt okay, like, taking an extra, like, vape hit on the, on the <laughs> thing. And then I was like, and then I got here, and I was like, you came in, and I was like, oh, social. Uh. Yeah, this is perfect for my squirrel uh, obsession, because the reason I'm obsessed with them is I love how much they are full of energy and then suddenly slow down. And just focus on one thing. And mm-hmm. I feel like maybe that's the drug combination that you've created. All right. <laughs> yeah. It's called a speedball, I think they call it. <laughs> so, what, what do squirrels slow down for? Do you mean hibernating or do you just mean like when, they, when you catch them at a good time? Like... Well, uh, yeah, sometimes they just like totally chill out. It's in this very fixated way, this very obsessed way. But, you know, they will be like, I- I'm, I'm excited by everything around me. I have to analyze everything. Right. And then they'll just like settle into one thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting at an audience member. <laughs> I don't even know why, but it's fucking captivating. I can't let go of it. And there's something like both like uh, ridiculous and noble about that weird squirrel movement that just like makes sense to me in a strange way. Yeah, I like squ- squirrels kind of trick you because you, you, they're, they're notoriously skittish. They they uh, they, they scamper and they they're hide. They're squirrely. And, and if they see you, they're, they're super squirrely. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> More they, stereotyping. Like, you'll, 
you'll see one climb up a tree, and you'll get, you'll walk toward it, and you will, oh, I want to get close up to that squirrel on on the tree, and then it goes around the tree and hides from you on the other yeah. side of the tree. Yeah. But then it'll kind of poke his head around there, and like you, you think, okay, this squirrel, he he knows that I'm his friend. Right. I'm going to get close to the squirrel, and no, they just lie. Yeah. <laughs> no. I like, I like that they are they alone. I mean, lots of rodents can climb trees. Yeah. Um. Uh. But but they like they really going, make a Spider Man business. I like out when of it. they're they going like down. Live vertically. When they're climbing yeah. down. They go nuts. They're, 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 they they really go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> for the for the fresh yes. almond so taste dope. of new. <laughs> but like when they're climbing trees down and they're just it's totally natural for them to be pointing straight down. And it looks like just just like they're going up. The tail doesn't the tail doesn't flop over. Tail stays right where it should I bet they, should I, be. I bet they barely know. I bet for them, it's like when you play an alien in that old Alien versus Predator game, uh, <laughs> and it's like you get you have to like retrain your brain to, to like not you know think of anything as the floor. I bet that's how squirrels feel. <laughs> I bet they do, I bet they give zero fucks yeah, like what's just, up yeah. and down. I think they don't give a fuck. I think they they act squirrely. They probably they give more fucks you. than an insect. And yeah. I'm obsessed with insects. You are. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but not to the point where I'm smart about them. Like I don't read about I don't read about anything. I don't but think I, obsession is about knowledge. That's I think it's about I how much you think about. about. Yeah. I don't think it's about knowledge. Sometimes people come on the podcast and they want to be like, I've looked up all of the facts about new kids on right. the block or whatever, and like I don't care how much you know about new right. kids on the block. It's, it's how you it affects you. Oh, it's so it's, you, that's a good example. Like to use new kids on the block, like like yeah, looking up all the facts about them, it wouldn't break into obsession because that's something a fan might do. A Obsession is the threshold between that and um, uh, like 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 it's it's taking a piece of New Kids on the Block and like somehow, God damn it! I thought I don't know why I I, I thought I had a point and it was just your point from before. It's a, but it's, a, it's 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 like saying like oh I the the New Kids on the Block like like this is a I made a New Kids on the Block cookie jar but it's like beyond. It's not yeah. just fandom. It's like um, I did it because I feel like the New Kids on the Block music. Like would hold cookies better. Like, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, like, yeah. like extrapolation I mean, on a on a kind of a, a kind of a. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, a it's, it's giving that that this the thing you're talking about meaning that it that it doesn't that it shouldn't have like that it's, you've, like you said, it's taking it out of its realm and putting it into some other realm that affects you in some way that it shouldn't ever have, have been supposed to right yeah trying to make it a part of you and sometimes yeah. people on the podcast aren't like they're just like like it in a super super healthy way uh, but I love it when it's just affected people in a really weird see, way see like I, I wouldn't say I'm obsessed I, every time there's a lyric that I'm singing along and the word is girl or world I say squirrel I just do that automatically <laughs> I fucking love you yeah <laughs> Because like like when we like Greg Prips and Ryan Styles like we we'll make that five minutes of our show of just doing all of that like a squirrel squirrel squirrels hiding nuts and fuzzy butts yeah I like squirrel you're gonna be a woman soon squirrel, myself yeah. Yeah. I like this I love it's very complex because the squirrel is brown it turns me on oh those are good ones yeah I don't like you guys getting along like this. All right. <laughs> But that, uh, that doesn't count as obsession. That's just more of just kind of a fetish, right? That's just fun. Yeah, yeah. that's a fetish. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> that's a fun improv well, game. Well, yeah, fetish because like, like I made a I made a quick list like on my way out the okay, door. Okay, cool. I was like, okay, pantyhose, redheads, Minecraft, race, uh, personal technology, systems, rules, structure, coconuts, and biology. Right. Like, I, like, like, but but some of those are fetishes. Like, like right. pantyhose is a fetish. It's like I can't ignore. I can't I can't not think about like like um like sheer fabric. Right. 
Right. Uh, it, um, it arouses you in a sexual If it's manner. in the room, it doesn't matter. It's not like if uh, if you're, you know, you don't have to worry about me, like, babysitting your sheer fabric-clad nana. Uh, like, I'm not, I'm not going to do anything because of it, but I but I am going to be unable to, to ignore... Like, you need to... You need, is it that you need to look at it? Or you, yes. Like, I don't need to touch it. Like, okay. I, I want to make that very clear, too. Like, but I, do you have I, to tell that to yourself? Do you look at it and have to say, don't touch it? Don't Dan, touch Dan, it? Dan. Well, okay, that gets, I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> well, because I'm talking about, when you talk about a fabric fetish, it yeah. is, I mean, it's so much of it is like, uh, is like, what would that, what would that feel like, yeah. I guess. So I gotta, I gotta be, even though it, 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 it makes me feel unsafe, like, I, I should say, yeah, well, that's, that's like, it's a, it's like, I want to touch it. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. All right. Was there a childhood thing that made you attached to pantyhose? Or do you just associate I, them with, I like, think the 70s and... was, like, a very pantyhose clad time. It I really think was. People were, women were, it, 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 it just, like, on TV and, well, like, which I spent most of my time watching. But then, like, even, like, the women that would come over to visit with my parents, coworkers, and things, like, any, any encounter with femininity during that, that magical time when I'm sure, like, it, I, my theory may be oversimplification, but I truly think that human beings are like these little pieces of popcorn and like we simmer and we and then like there's you cannot control the moment that your kid pops. Right. Um, and that at that point, like they might be looking at a coffee filter. Um, <laughs> there, 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 there's a there's a good chance they're going to be looking at a previously right. propagated like mainstream kind of channel of sexuality. Right. But there's also like then there's like the, all the ancillary stuff. It's just like I was probably under a table playing with toys and trucks because I, I didn't like to look at people. I didn't like to make eye contact. I, 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 and I, so I've, I was frequently under the table, near the people, and I probably at that age when everything just exploded. I, yeah. I, when I think about it, it like spikes my. I'm, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I bet. Like, I yeah. was like, like, like there were just like women with pantyhose on, like, <laughs> like, like, like probably just like hanging out, like playing dominoes or something above me. And <laughs> some, some of them were probably ants and you know who knows. Right. And that's probably where you get some of the the dipping, dangling, and popping, like like the shoe it's, stuff it's too. That's, the, that's under the, the table the stuff. Too. Like, yeah. That was that was what the that was that was what femininity, sexuality, yeah. eroticism was for me. And then that was tied to like uh bat uh, like like bat girl and like I like 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 the 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 like women's legs clad in like sheer fabric. Yeah. That was like a superhero thing and it was also like a like a uh, uh, like the the solid gold dancers and the I don't know anything that was had anything to do oh, with the solid gold dancers showmanship yeah. and like right. uh, and your aunt playing dominoes yeah Lonnie so, Anderson on WKRP <laughs> and like so uh, now does, does it transfer though from sexuality and from a woman's legs to like when you see like a bank robbery in TV and something yes. has like pantyhose yes yes yes, like, yes 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 oh, I go God. how can that guy rob that bank without getting a heart on yes <laughs> I, I, I go I go that's fucking weird I don't I don't literally not literally but 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 I actually do think I th like like if I think about like when guys like in movies when they are going to rob a bank, a guy goes like, "Okay, put these on." Like I I get distracted by because I go like, "How come nobody's having a conversation about how this feels like perverted?" Like because yeah. it's it's pantyhose. And and I'll I'll do you one better. For, uh, nylon is frequently used as a windsock or whatever you call it, like uh, for to block your plosives in audio recording. Yeah. So you get the regular ones that you buy that they're professional. But then if you don't have those on hand, you can make one of 
those. A coat hanger and some pantyhose. Yeah. yeah. And so, and so <laughs> yeah. Like, I always, anybody else is probably just like, oh, that's just an object. And I, I get into a record booth. I'm like, so anyway, whoa. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, check, check, check. Check, oh, check. <laughs> I did, there, I, there was a time, Dan. I, we were, I think we were at the drawing room or somewhere, and I had these new socks that, like, they kind of pulled all the way up, and they were very sheer. I'm like, "Hey, Dan, check these out. I, like, feel these." And, and you, you reached over and felt them. You're like, "Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! What are you? What are you doing? What are you doing?" You're, I was like, "Oh shit, I forgot." <laughs> Well, no, like, you I, didn't forget. You were fucking with me. I never had you felt one of my socks. No, no, no. Like, I, I'm saying <laughs> I didn't go into that thing thinking like, oh, I'm going to play with Dan's Yeah, like, like you did. Fetish. That's why you brought it up. I, maybe, maybe. But I, I didn't know that was going to get that reaction. I thought you would go, oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> but you reached over and kind of just like reflexively just touched it. And then you had this big reaction to it that I was not expecting at all. Well, I'd, uh, I would refine that memory and go like that. You were you were like, so what do you think of these? And then I was like, all right, take it easy. And you're like, touch them. I'm like, I'm not going to touch your fucking pantyhose socks. And you're like, come on, touch them. And, and I was like, all right, fine. I'll touch them. Jesus Christ. What are you doing? <laughs> that's that's, right, okay. that's that, what that, it was. That sounds fair enough. Uh, now, now, Joseph, how would you rate that? on your obsession do you have an obsessive scale Is there yeah a- yeah I ask questions uh, do you want to do it about pantyhose these, these are the questions that I use to write I, the obsession Dan also oh, said okay. coconuts I want to get back I'm going to put a pin in coconuts <laughs> okay you want to no 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 let's stick with pantyhose, pantyhose? I, w- I want to see where this one falls alright well uh, we'll do pantyhose and go to coconuts <laughs> I feel like that's a fucking Marx Brothers movie for pantyhose and coconuts <laughs> pantyhose and coconuts wah 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 oh that's three that's stooges Here's here's some of the questions. Do you think about pantyhose every day? Yes. Like even if you don't see them, you'll just be walking along doing yes. your business and then just think, ah, uh, pantyhose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I think. But I, I, but I see them everywhere. I mean, so like, there was no, there would be no way. But if I was locked in a cell, which yeah. I probably should be. <laughs> Uh, You'd be thinking about pantyhose twenty four hours a day. I would definitely. I would. I would figure out a way to think about them. Yeah. You would like etch them on the walls. They would of your come prison. into my head. Yeah. Okay. But but like I always like I'll be I'll be watching a movie like I was just watching Now You See Me Too. <laughs> and I just like I, I just it has nothing to do. It's like um uh God damn it I forgot her name Two Broke Girls uh uh she they they replaced uh, Isla Fisher with her in a weird on the nose way. And now I kept Lizzie Kaplan is oh. the is the new one female in Now You See Me Too. They add ninety five men and uh, Woody Harrelson <laughs> gets to play two men, but uh, I, Isla Fisher apparently now you don't uh, <laughs> uh and so Lizzie Kaplan at one point like she 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 wears like uh, knee high she wears like boots that come up past her knees and like uh, not like a short skirt like a, like a thigh length skirt so there's there's like this much thigh showing okay and it has nothing to do with like prurient interest honestly and I was like trying because I was watching it with Cody and it was just like I don't even know it's like like I like I but it goes into my head like if I see a shot in a movie where anybody lands. Like or it's like like somebody's what like I, I just like I my mind like like says whether or not they're wearing not like like pantyhose in well, the, like you feel like you can identify quickly yes like you're an expert and like I you ran can through it with them. Cody and I was because because I, I feel more comfortable talking to her about this stuff and I was like but and it was interesting because it wasn't a definitive thing and it was like it was definitive in my mind 
Yeah. It was, which I think is obsession because it's like, why would you even have that? Cause she rewound so it. Like, and she was like, well, it's her legs are the same color as her face and her hands though. What are you basing it on? And it was like, I couldn't even really pinpoint it. I was just like, I don't You have pantyhose confirmation bias. I have, I have, I have, I have for Joseph, I'm glad you finally said the words to him. I have, because I've I known have, him for so long and I just, I just never feel like the time is right. I have, I have pantyhose uh, confirmation apparatus, which is already weird, right? Yes. Like why you shouldn't even, okay, not shouldn't, I mean, uh, it doesn't matter, but it's like, it's not, it's, 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 uh, that denotes, okay, right, so, yes, so every day, every day, every day. Okay. Uh, have you ever had a dream about pantyhose? Yeah, well, got oh, yeah, it. Okay. I mean, <laughs> that, yeah, that's a wasted question yeah. on my part, for sure. Uh, if you could steal pantyhose from someone's home... I have. You... Oh. <laughs> I have done it. How is this going to apply to ants, by the way, or coconuts? <laughs> Well, I guess I wouldn't steal coconuts from anyone's home. I have, I have, I have robbed trusted. Uh, yeah, I, that's okay. what, I, I was young. I was younger, and I like crossed that threshold. I was like, oh, you need to fucking own this. Yeah. Okay. Did you, you stole pantyhose. You need to go buy them at the grocery store. It's not being embarrassed. Like you need to like pretend you're buying toothpaste and also. Oh. Are they like hidden behind your air conditioner, like Dexter's blood slides, or like? <laughs> what do you, do you, do you Did you collect them when you stole them? Or no, did they you weren't just... like. Tr- it wasn't. It wasn't like about her like sniffy like panty. No, it wasn't like I'm taking an article when it's clothing because of her. It was. I and I, I, I was. I, I keep. I keep going like. Oh no 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 not like that. And I don't want any. I don't want anyone listening that has any predilections. I mean. Right. I don't want anyone to ever feel ashamed of themselves, but I, I so, so I, I'm pulling back on my pulling back. But no, for me, it was like, no, it was like a new package. And I was like, fuck, I'm never going to get this chance again. Okay. But then you just appreciated them. Like you just like appreciated them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. While, while, while kneeling and rubbing his nipple and listening to Radiohead. Yeah. I, I, I jerked off with them. I, okay. I, I have at one point I was, I was like, well, maybe you're, I mean, come on, maybe you're like Ed Wood and I like, like tried them on and let's like see if that's yeah. working um you know that that didn't work out and like uh, the that, but i've done i've done everything you could and think of and yeah. that's why you don't know me as well as these kids but i yeah i have like i have mannequin legs and things that i'll i put i buy i go to the store buy them okay. now there's amazon thank god you can just get a box of and then just on the leg now i have a, now i have a girlfriend who <laughs> knows the whole score and so i don't really have to right now do a lot of like commerce based <laughs> what's the next question joseph but yes, I yes yes I would steal them from someone's home. But I say that with all yeah. due shame because I was like 23, and as soon as I did it, I was like, "This is huge. Okay. You need to." You, I'm not. I, I I don't mean. I, I just want to clarify. I don't think it's cool to steal from people. Right. That's all. Right. No. I, I like like it was a, it was a. I, no, I if, have, if but you I were, have you, done it. You'd be robbing banks with a boner. <laughs> That'd be funny if the, the <laughs> which, which, by the way, was the worst was the worst this, Marx Brothers movie. This, this poor female friend, she she finishes doing dishes and comes upstairs like, "What are you doing?" And I've got the pantyhose on my head, and I'm like, ah, "I'm robbing you." And she's like, "Of what?" And I'm like, "These." And I I just run out with them on my face. <laughs> And she's like, well, I don't want them. <laughs> They're $4.99. <laughs> well, I'm embarrassed.
course, I wouldn't want anyone to think I'm a pervert. Uh, I'll tell you, can I tell you just oh, something? Just, please, just please. Like, 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 I, 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 it was during a barbecue at a, at a, at a, at a, fr- at a platonic friend's place, and during it, I, I, like, I not only did I I didn't just I I, I took I I had a, I, there was, she had a lot of them and and wore a lot of them God bless her and uh, <laughs> and I felt like she would never miss them because if I did, like so because obviously it's like cowardly things so if I thought it would like, be noticeable it was like because of the circumstances I was like this is your big chance <laughs> now now I look back on that and go you fucking pussy just just own your perversion <laughs> and like go to the but 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 that this was my first like. Of reckoning. Were you going to say I, own your perversion and go to the grocery store? Is yeah, that what yeah. you're going to say? I just I want that phrase out in the world. So. <laughs> it's my it's my license plate yeah. frame. That, that's that's your keep keep calm and carry on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> I took I took I took a package of of, of pantyhose. So, I like that, to dress right? up as squirrels, <laughs> and, and I, I'm I, going to Ralph's. <laughs> I I hid them in a bush uh, <laughs> that I would that that between our homes. That's just just, just like a squirrel one. But, I, yeah. I, bur- I hid them. You yeah, I burrowed them. Away, them. Yeah. I, I, that's you know, I hope that my candor somehow it's, this is great balances that. No, but I also feel like I'm a woman and I'm listening and I'm going like I knew it like 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 not about about that gender in general. But yeah, I guess if there's anything I can do to encourage that fear, I would. Yeah, I mean, like 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 we're like we're 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 dangerous people. <laughs> All right, next question. All right, sounds good. Uh, I was a friend and I hid her pantyhose in a bush. <laughs> So I could take them home, and I said, "That's fucked up." I'm just admitting this now for well, the first it, time you, out loud. You put them in the bush so you could retrieve them later on. So you yeah, and take them home. Yeah, I was like, right. I was like, I was like, I'm gonna put these here because I'm not gonna walk around at the party. <laughs> were, they, were they were they in a full what kind of package? Well, they were they were they were the Hanes like in the flat package. Gotcha. So yeah, you couldn't just put those like yeah, in your pocket. Gotcha. <laughs> Yeah, I could have. Well, I could have, but that would have taken like any some strange form of courage in the face of my coward. I, yeah, I, a, every move had to be cowardly. So, but you had to get them out of a room to an outdoor area where there right. was a bush. Yeah. So, how did you get them? Like, did you put them like inside your sweater? Like, what? Did yeah, you it, was do? A, it was a barbecue. I just put, I tucked them away, and like, and I, I, I'm like, I got to get rid of this shame so I can forget about it. Now that I've committed the crime, profited myself, I'll just bury the body, go back to the barbecue. <laughs> And then, uh, oh, <laughs> look what I found in this bush. When did you? <laughs> when did you return to the bush after the party was over? Yeah, like, like in the middle of the night or what? I I don't know. Like, I'm, like, were people after still there? The, after the after I was done at the barbecue? Yeah, yeah I was, I mean, I was just gotcha. like I was going like I have this re- weird chance with all these circumstances. Like like I at that time the whole thing the whole context was. I never thought it was possible to be so unashamed of this like fascination and obsession that I that I, I felt that there was no Amazon and there was no I just I just I had, and I had never just like bought a pair of pantyhose. This is your only access then. This, this was, was like this was the, the this opportunity. Was, this was the threshold, like from like looking at photos of women wearing it and, and to, to like and then and I was robbers, like I've yeah. never I've never actually. Like really, had you ever thought about like, before that moment? Have you, had you ever thought about could I just go and buy them, or had that not occurred to you at all? I had thought about it, and then I had been like, but I can't do that because, like, I was I don't know. I was just scared. I was so ashamed. Like, I right. just thought I don't know what I thought would happen. Just like somebody would go at the grocery store, I would go so toothpaste and what are these for? 
<laughs> it's not Halloween. <laughs> and these are taupe. They're not like uh, Robin Hood. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing, buddy? I don't know. It's like, like when you feel shame, like you don't even really. It's a, to me, it's like it's not. There's nothing logical about it. Like it's it's you you think everyone everyone will know and yeah. like like things that they would have you you bother to run through it's like the telltale heart you know it's like yeah like you're go, you, you do the extra math like like so so the things that you'll do to avoid right you imagine what everybody else and that's is the say. dangerous thing about shame which is why i think that's like like that's the thing is like the more the creepier a thing the more that we don't want to look at it and like we go like oh well i know one thing for sure i feel better about myself as a mainstream citizen because that guy's really weird the thing is the, that's a, there's a little tax levied uh, on that, uh, bec- I, I think, and like this isn't self justification. This is like my because like, of my taste of it. I feel bad for people that like wouldn't be able to say into a podcast and therefore feel like, like yeah get some sleep at night. I like, mean, I think that's a positive part of discussing obsessions. Is I think in general our culture is moving towards sort of like. Uh, Whatever you love, you do you, and being right. loud and proud about it. Uh, and I think that it is great that you are being loud and proud about pantyhose. <laughs> I, loud, but not. <laughs> now, just, just loud. Joseph, real quick. I, I, I want to get back to the question okay, on, yeah, yeah. on pantyhose, but I have a side question. Yeah. The last question was, have you ever stolen? Yeah. Have you ever stolen blank? But yeah. let's, say, let's say we had picked race, which is one of the things. Dan, <laughs> have you ever stolen Dan? race? <laughs> I've co-opted it. We all have. <laughs> it's called rock and roll. <laughs> do, do you, I steal race every we day. We built this city on appropriation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we built this city. Uh, uh, do you uh, do you just not use that question, or do you apply that question somehow? Like. Uh, this, this, you have you ever stolen? You couldn't. Say. Yeah, I try. I alter them if I have to. Gotcha. I had somebody who just wanted to talk about fear, you know, and I didn't ask them, "Would you steal fear?" You know? <laughs> <laughs> because you didn't want to accidentally launch a DC comic. Yeah. <laughs> Man of Steel too. Would you steal Would you fear? Steal fear? <laughs> who, who, who who are you? Fear thief. <laughs> My story begins in Saigon. Uh, yeah, so I tried to alter him. I dig it. Okay, so cool. uh, uh, moving on, maybe? Okay. Fear uh, thief. <laughs> I want Armenian fan art of fear thief. I like it because it's like an FX series because it would just say fear, period, thief, period. But the title of the show would be fearthief.com, hashtag, like, you know. Okay, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> would you discuss pantyhose with Hitler? Would I discuss pantyhose with Hitler? Yeah. Almost certainly. <laughs> yeah, because i got to figure he's tired of talking about genocide. <laughs> And I'm not going to ask any new questions about yes. that. No, no, I don't really. I mean, Hitler would talk about race, maybe not coconuts. <laughs> yes, I would. I would. Yeah. I mean, if it, I'm going to, I'm going to create a situation where I'm in a conversation with Hitler. Absolutely. Because it would, it never happened. <laughs> Forget what you've read at Alex Jones' uh, YouTube site. It's YouTube site. Okay, Grandpa. <laughs> Jones's YouTube site again. YouTube? <laughs> you fucking. <laughs> um, I'm, I, I figure like I'm like it's like a cosmic situation. Yeah. Like I'm like a, and I'm kind of stuck with Hitler for a while. Like right. it's not like the um, I'm going there to like I can't kill him and I can't like talk him out of 
you know, I can't. I, I'm not gonna. I, I'm 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 absolved of like yeah. You know, yeah. like engineering. Like I, I, you know, I don't have to do anything that people are going to yell at me for doing. Yeah, or you're not stuck doing. in a void with Hitler. Yeah, yeah. Right. You, you, you talked like about pantyhose. Talk. You could have killed Hitler. I would. I would. I would. So I, would I would. I would go. I would. You know. I would try to go like, oh, hey, Hitler. Like I'm picturing like we're like treading, treading like eth- <laughs> Etheria, like like because we've both had some Kubrickian fucking mishap, and so I, I'm just like eye to eye with him, like and some weird like whirlpool, and we like don't know how long we'll be. Facing Facing each other and like Michelangelo's whipping by, going like, and of course Marco Polo, like <laughs> Marco. <laughs> oh, He'll be back again. Uh, the, <laughs> but then and then I, like for some reason I'm like faced off with Hitler, like it's like like the currents going both of our ways. Yeah, I'm like, you're stuck hey, with Hitler, it. and he's like. Dan Harmon and I'm like, like, did you, did you? So you're familiar with me? And he'd be like, like, uh, yes. Uh, for whatever reason, I yeah, I saw Community. It was like, did you like it? And he's like, yes. And I'm like, yes. Ah, uh, shitty. I just want everyone to like it, but it's Hitler. So we'd get my shit out of the way, and then I'd go like, I'd go like, so why Hitler? Like, why would you do that? Do what? Like, well, why'd you, why'd you Hitler everybody? Uh, well, I didn't. Okay, well, that's what everybody says. Uh, nobody says I didn't, I'm not Hitler. Uh, and then I go like, well, so like, what, 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 tell me like what you were really passionate about. Cause there's the whole art versus like, uh, genocide dichotomy as if, if your teacher had told you you drew good, you wouldn't have k- killed six million people. And he's like, I'm going to stop you there. I didn't kill six million people. And it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to have, I don't want to take part in a revisionist conversation. <laughs> Hitler. And, and he'd be like, it's like, 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 don't, don't, don't compare me to Hitler just to win an argument. And I'm like, you're Hitler. <laughs> So eventually it would it would run into like this rhetoric wall. Right. Like, like, and I would go and I'd go like, okay, fine. So let's talk about anything other than the Hitler stuff. And he'd be like, yeah, if you don't mind. <laughs> and I'd be like, fine. And I would, I think one of the third or fifth things I would yeah. get around to is like, what is it? So what are you into? Like, 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 do you like, like. What popped your little kernel popcorn? Yeah. yeah. Like, like, what do you, are you like, you think you're a little, like, where do you think you are on the Kinsey scale? Or like, 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 <laughs> like, 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 what did you like? Do you like, are you a boob man, a butt man, a leg man like I would have gotten there yeah okay so do you feel like if you're you're swimming in Etheria you were swimming in the void that did not have water treading Etheria treading. by the way I, I, I oh. coined Etheria and if you ever tread in it from now on you owe me five cents a minute so you're treading Etheria <laughs> such a great drug term uh, and Hitler comes up to you right. and says like I'd like to engage you about pantyhose. Oh, would you be like, no, fuck off, Hitler. I'm not. No, I'm not. I would be like, holy shit, what? <laughs> Is there such, so pantyhose are more significant than I even thought? Like, yeah. I'd, okay, if, if, anyone, if anyone ever, yeah, if anyone ever like came up to me and was like, we should, let's have a conversation about pantyhose. I would be like, it's like saying Minecraft. Like, I'd be like, okay, okay. yeah. Like you have three hours of my time. <laughs> but Excellent. that doesn't count after the show. <laughs> I go. I go back there. I call an Uber and I. Because you, 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 you met a guy once that says like he used to. He goes at night and takes photos of a of a certain storefront that has mannequin legs in it, right? In uh, in New York. Was, was oh, there, yeah. I met a guy at a bar that did that. Yeah, that had a mannequin thing. Yeah. And you, uh, and you guys had like a good nice like like a, like a very interested like healthy conversation about like like just getting to the bottom of what that is. Uh, I don't. Well, I guess. 
that's a shame because I don't remember a damn. <laughs> but, oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, so, next question. We kind of already talked about a little bit. Uh, would you get a pantyhose-related tattoo? No, but that says more about my obsession with not getting tattoos. Than <laughs> <laughs> I just... I, because, yeah. No, I wouldn't because I... So, a lot of it is rooted in kind of shame. And I also felt like... like On one hand, I feel like that would be healthy to overcome. Like, shame in general. Like, talk... Okay, my therapist says there's good shame. Like, a toddler... Has shame when they're they're if they're if they're at the top of a set of stairs and the parent goes no, like like don't yeah. uh, and it's like you get so then every time you get near a you know big flight of stairs you feel like this jolt of like oh man I don't want my mommy to get mad at me which it's it's like by falling downstairs and like there's good uses for right. shame toxic shame is it benefits nobody and stuff like that so I have a lot of toxic shame about well just in general about everything <laughs> so I'm trying to figure that out. I don't think I'd, I'd ever, but aside from that, I think a tattoo would just ruin everything because a tattoo is like a Superman logo. It's like, here's my, yeah. here's my thing. And I, I kind of, I, I, I think, I think, I think the pocket of, I think there's a little pocket of shame about it that's okay. like kind of, I like the kink. I like, I like, yeah. The, uh, so, so you wouldn't, wouldn't want like an actual tattoo of pantyhose on your legs so you could always look down and see pantyhose no, on yourself. No. I, who, I, who would want that? <laughs> yeah, that seems silly. Uh, but if somebody came to you and said, you must have a tattoo, would pantyhose be in the running if just like a, you had to have a tattoo? I, yeah, sure. But so would Pac Man and, uh, okay. Like, I don't know. Cause that would way have, up like, there. Okay. That's very helpful. Minecraft, I guess. I'd probably get like a Minecraft tattoo. Okay. Uh, I have one more question to, to rate your obsession. Uh, and this is a weird one. It's very, it's uh, strangely metaphysical, and you can interpret it how you'd like. If you could not enjoy looking at pantyhose without you or someone you love first being punched in the crotch, would you still look at pantyhose? Me or someone I love? So yeah. I can pick me, right, all yeah. the time? Or you can pick someone you love, which sometimes people on the podcast do. They say, yeah, give it to Steve. Fuck him. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> I'm sick, so sick of loving him. Uh, I, I think there's a, I think there's a very real possibility. I would never. I think if it, if someone else had to get punched in the crotch, even a stranger, even yeah. if even if even if uh, 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 Robert Logia came over with a <laughs> magic button and said, "You get to look at pantyhose every time you hit this button," and somewhere someone will get punched in the crotch, I think I would, I would, I would, I would go, "Okay, well, obviously this is." Are you picturing Robert Logia as the enforcer, the one who does the crotch punching? Well, who is it? Oh, it's Frank Langella. I get him in. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's from the Button movie. Okay. The, uh, Wait, the, I'm sorry. Is the question every time you look at pantyhose, somebody gets punched in the nuts? Uh, you can you can get a subscription. In like, or, you can right, so, do it so, once a month. So like depending Netflix. on the terms of the subscription, if I had to get punched in the nuts, yeah, in exchange for a year okay. of getting to. Look at pantyhose. Have pantyhose be a part of my life, like yeah. visually or whatever. Yeah, I would be like, okay. Yeah, so then after you took it for a year and uh, <laughs> the pantyhose gods came to you and said, I'm sorry, we need to up it to once a month. Would you go monthly? I, that, I'd, I'd, be, I'd start to go, what's, what's, uh, what's going on here? 
Like, isn't there terrorism happening somewhere? You, you, you don't. You don't question the pantyhose gods. I know. It's, uh, so I would start to go. Then I would start to. I think I would start to go. Well, okay. I'm. The, the, you're I being see where punished. This is going. And you're physically being punished by the gods for what you're doing. I would start to actually think about how to kill the gods. Because <laughs> I'd be like, well, this is obviously a call to adventure, like because this is wrong to. And if I and if I found out I couldn't, and I would do it in a very cowardly way, like I would find out if there was a way to like steal their force field and put it in a bush at a party. <laughs> I love this. Is the beginning of your hero's journey. Uh, but I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't want to. Well, because the thing is, like, I think I, I don't want to. I don't want damage to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's you want to be able pain, to pain. You know, right? So you pain. take a punch in the arm. I would take a heavy punch in the arm. Okay. I would take a punch in the face. <laughs> so you take a punch in the face before you Once take a, a month? punch? Yeah. yeah. Once a Once month. Once a month? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like hit, hit, uh, hit me as hard as you can. What if, I, what if you had... All, I, I, grew up, I grew up in the Midwest in the 70s. Like, I'd fucking hit me as hard as you can in the face. As, I, as, long, as, I, as long as I don't lose a tooth, like, like fucking, and I get to okay. look at pantyhose for a month? What if you had full, full, unfettered access to pantyhose, however you wanted them, like, just like, no, like without fear of, of consequence or repercussion? But you lost nipple sensitivity. No, 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 no. Not worth it. No, no, no deal. That's no what deal. I'm saying. No permanent damage. I don't want to alter myself in any way. Right. That's why I said I don't even want to lose a tooth necessarily. Yeah. I don't want to ever look at a record. But but pain. Fuck pain. See, here's great because then I start to uh, figure out the boundaries right. of the obsession of tooth loss. I don't want nope. to lose myself at all in any way. And that was what that was a thing that I was going to talk to you about. But I guess we should get to the thing because oh, no, no, in compiling my list, I noticed a connection. And as an obsession, as a, a, a person obsessed with obsession, yeah. I was wondering if maybe you would shed some light See on the it. It'll take us all out uh, of this. We should finish. Oh yeah, this, yeah. I we'll guess. wrap it up. Uh, I, I ask people to make a noise to sum up their obsession. Can you make a noise to sum up your obsession with pantyhose? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like fewer syllables to say. Well, yeah. hello there. Yeah, that's how, the, yeah. The the the, 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 the I, oh, I didn't. I I I I I. <laughs> I didn't know we got four days for Thanksgiving. I don't know. That's, I was trying to think of a title for that sound. Uh, that's great. Uh, okay, there's I think French I, uh, fries in the bottom of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think there might be a food component to all of your obsessions. Oh, well, that's how I measure <laughs> fucking worth. <laughs> how many fries are left in how my How many bag? calories? Uh, okay, are you, do you want, want me to rate your obsession level with pantyhose? I do. Okay, uh, so I use the number seven just for fun, and then I always uh, create a thing that seven Wait, things. Okay. You, you rate things by using numbers for fun? <laughs> the number seven is for fun, because sometimes people get obsessed with seven. Because it's arbitrary. Oh, are you saying it's a scale from one to seven? Yes. Oh, okay. Exactly. All right. Uh, so I'm going to say it is uh, seven aunts playing dominoes. Out of seven aunts playing dominoes, I think you are five out of seven aunts playing with dominoes obsessed with pantyhose. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like, it affects you on a daily basis, but you have, like, clear limitations where, like, I will not cross this line. I'm not, yeah, I would never, I would, yeah, I would never involve other, I would never take a toll on other people's lives. Yeah. Or even mine in a way that I could actually, would have to think about for the rest of my life. Yeah. yeah I don't think it's quite worth surgery 
or permanent injury right. or, or impacting another. Do you think, Dan, there's something else on your list that would give you more Domino's ants? Um, I don't know. I mean, that's a, that's, a, that's a primal sexual kink. So I think I'm pretty sure as far as like compulsion, like as far as what you could get me to yeah. compromise for. I mean, but that's, yeah, it's a, I mean. Minecraft, uh, how, many, how many ants do you think you would score on Minecraft obsession? I, would, I mean, Minecraft's like cigarettes or something like that where you, it's, it's addictive. I, I put it's, that more as an, an addiction, but. I am obsessed with Minecraft's yeah. addictive quads. Like, 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 holy shit! How can the how can one game be so good? Uh, <laughs> and why why can't anyone make a better game? Um, but uh, but while making that list, it was like I was like ants and biology and systems and rules. I, f- I find myself. I think I I'm particularly like there's a huge component of my life is and my obsession with story structure and stuff like that is like I don't want to change at all right like, and i'm obsessed with the idea of simplicity order okay. systems right. rules cleanliness in a love hate way like i'm like i i i on one hand like refuse to be told what to do and i'm fascinated with anyone that t- tries to tell anyone what to do it doesn't matter and that's what and i think it trickles down to like my obsession with race and racism and gender politics and social uh, activism and all these things is because i'm always you'll find an equal number of people that like fucking loathe a thing that i say on both sides, like I'm a I'm a cuck to the fucking like uh, the, the whatever you MRA call them, guys, yeah. yeah. And I'm a and I'm a pig headed fucking Belushi to the SJWs. I don't use the phrase SJW, but I'm like I'm like right in the middle because I'm always going like who's trying to tell me what to feel and yeah. think and and, and okay. for that matter who's trying to who's trying to tell anybody else what to think and feel. And then I'm also like like who says a who says a movie's hard to write and who says like, why can't you? What? And it's all it all seems to come down to like this thing where I want to be like this dirty piece of shit like this pie of like organic gunk and I want to like come up with a way of like how can we all be that and like and, but but have it but have it all make sense right so you want to find a little bit of order within the chaos but you would like it if the order it maybe looks like a, a lump of crap I want to pr- maybe 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 it's that I want to prove that the highest order of all necessitates like chaos in in, in, in just being organic selfishly want to like create a system in my mind yeah. for myself or I want to die like I want I want I want to prove that I don't belong I don't know okay how do coconuts fit in with an obsession <laughs> with order because coconuts are like so like 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 I was like, like there there are this giant hairy floating nut Right. Um, so they're like a Lovecraftian food object. Yeah. They're they're like, just, they're, 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 they should they're, not be. They're like it's 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 like sperm in the form of like this liquid, and it, and the inner coating is like egg, or it's it might be the other way around. It's like a plant. It's, it's like, like there's gametes in the fluid, and there's ga- and there and there's like food stuff like the milky coconut stuff yeah. on the inside of the layer that you like yeah. you can scrape it off and eat it. Like that's. Is delicious to the to that liquid, I think, yeah. as it is to the. And, and I this feels more sexual than the patios to me. <laughs> it is really super sexual, and I'm so, like, like biology in general, like is so. Yeah, I love, I get, like, like the ge- genetic. You know, here's something that I just realized. I, I or like that I just realized it's okay to say now in this yeah. episode. I when I was in like ninth grade biology, when we were first starting to learn about genetics, I would get aroused. By the discussions about 
dominant and recessive genes and stuff okay. like that. There was never any, there was no sexual component to it. It was nowhere near actual reproduction. Right. We were talking about on a cellular level, like D- RNA becoming DNA and all that stuff. I, I get aroused. Would you, would you steal biology? <laughs> Bio burglar. Uh, there's something about. And I, 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 yeah. is, was it the recessive gene or the dominant gene or <laughs> no, the relationship the between of, the two? Are you a top or a bottom in the genome situation? Genes kind of turn me on. <laughs> the idea of genes, yeah. the idea of the idea of biology, the idea that we are we exist as part of some strange goopy mass, yeah, like like that started as just entropic like uh, uh, molecular collisions, and that something within that is like I want to be. I don't know, instead yeah. of not being, and that that always takes this aqueous, soupy, salty, briny, visceral right. form, like the primordial soup, it's like exactly I kind of get turned saying, on. Yeah. So it's a system of order that functions, that creates yeah, things, it's that like, is very it's like scientific, the but it's reveal a that milky mud goop. is a computer, it like make, gives me a boner. <laughs> uh, yeah. A mind boner, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm saying, like, I really did when I was a kid. The thing is, like, when you're that age, you're getting boners in geometry too. Like, but I did feel like I, like, I was especially like titillated by yeah. all this talk of like, like the teacher would just go around the room and he'd go, he'd go like, so if you have curly hair and then you, uh, uh, and then you reproduce with a so someone that has straight hair, what are the? And he'd do like the four quad, you know, the, the yeah. Gregor Mendel like chart. I would find myself like. Going like I don't know, I don't know curly hair and straight hair getting together and I was like I don't know I just like I can't like I could I was just like, like the idea of anything like like just just biology yeah. just like fucking like like it just like always turned me on right but it's not just random substances getting together it's substance to create order uh yes yes it's, it's not it's just the, like I'm gonna take this mustard and I'm gonna mix it with honey and wipe it around you're just like that's not interesting no that's to weird me. Al Yankovic yeah yeah. That's a, <laughs> yeah yeah no it's you're exactly right it is it, it's the it's the biolipid it's it's a, it's a, what do you call the lipid the lipid bio layer or whatever that's a, the, the membranes it's a science thing just yeah just like science like, like all these like descriptions of how this shit works and how it yeah. is like like right, trying to accomplish something but it's like it's like goopy and like yeah yeah so you are obsessed with a primordial ooze that creates structure yeah <laughs> and pantyhose <laughs> but that goes to like imprisonment and things too you know in pantyhose yeah. fetishism there's like a thing called encasement which is like that's people who are so into pantyhose like nylon that they'll just like encase their whole bodies so there's like sites that are just like it's called encasement as a fetish so it's like head to toe okay like and you can easily do it with basically two pairs of pantyhose or three. Like you take, you take one pair, pull it up to midsection. Another pair, you put your arms instead of your legs in and put yeah. your head through the crotch. And then take a third pair, put it on your head. Now you're encased. Now I haven't tried it. But we had, we, we, we it had. It sounded a, like an infomercial. And now you're a, encased. <laughs> it's just that easy. You can easy. do it five minutes a day. It costs less than a cup of coffee. Um, <laughs> Uh, Sometimes you can just find them in bushes, too. But you don't remember even have when uh, remember when Adam Goldberg's roommate was on the show years ago before we went on the tour? Yeah, Adam Goldberg had a young lady who was his roommate. She came on and she she was it sounded like she was a little bit into encasement a little bit. She, she was like like skin tight spandex like it was like. Anyways, but oh, wait, I forgot what I was talking. Oh, but it's like <laughs> biology reminds me of that. Like, yeah, it's, okay. it's, like, it's like this fucking zoomanity, like fucking like like pushing your 
like hands know. against a membrane or something. Yeah. I don't know if it's like I can't figure out if for me it's like it's this idea of like uh like cocoon or like is it does so, it have something to do with like uh like I like I want to airbrush all of humanity. I can't tell if I okay. love or hate order. Yeah, I, that makes sense to me because you want to uh, pre- when you get fascinated with structures of order, it's always in some sort of messy, sloppy way, like at least aesthetically. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because I don't. Because I'm not an engineer. I'm not an architect. I'm not. I don't. I don't. I don't go. I love systems. I'm gonna think about traffic all day. Yeah. I. I, I don't. I, yeah. I want. I want. I, I'm like. Uh, I'm interested in human shit. Like, like, and the fact that when you poop it out, it goes into a network of tubes underneath us. I want to talk about that. Or ants, which we yeah. try to like spray to keep out of our house, and the fact that they exist as an older species with a much more systematized yeah, way of thinking and emergent super behavior. Organized, yeah. yeah, like I, yeah, that it has something to do with the causticity of like most of the shit that we think is a system is bullshit. It's like a outgrowth yeah. that is actually what we think is order is actually chaos. It's a cancerous tumor growing on proper order. Proper order is God's order, which is mud and blood and yeah. cum and shit. It's organic yeah. and beautiful. Dan, yeah. do you think it's possible that there's people listening to this <laughs> who are no longer listening? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, what? Watch how delicately I shoehorn our ad into this. Oh, Do you think no. it's possible to be obsessed with Rick and Morty and video games at the same time? <laughs> I think if you, I think if you uh, like, uh, uh, I think I think Rick and Morty definitely indulges because Rick is like he's a sociopathic, anarchistic, like crazy genius who definitely doesn't want to be told what to do. Uh, and, and yet he's like, he able to like make robots and clones and he's, he's able to subvert biology and technology to get whatever he wants done. And all he wants is to be left alone, um, and, and puke green shit out of his mouth and he still drinks out of a flask. So there's like definitely an embrace there of like, like what is the role of order versus chaos of, uh, 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 an exploration you too can now take part in, uh, you, you, using, uh, Cryptozoic's new, uh, uh, Rick and Morty, uh, games that they've come out with. Uh, well, there's three games, I believe, right? I, I, you, you tell me. You well, I, mean, I think, I, I have it written down right now. I, I was just told by Dustin to, 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 to plug this right now. Well, one game is called Total Rickall. There's, there's, you can play Mr. Me Seeks Box of Fun Dice and Dare's game. Oh, oh. So I promoted that wrong in the mid-roll recording that I did at one point because I thought there were two things and one of them was called Mr. Meeseek's Fun Box of Dice and Fun Dares Game. <laughs> you might be right. I'm only reading what's in this text. Wait, uh, Dustin's saying there's it's two. It's two. You're right. Okay. All right. There See? was order in the chaos. There was order yeah. in that chaos. <laughs> so, you, Jeff, are you saying that there's that this, this company that I think is called Cryptozoic.com? <laughs> I think, yes. Are you saying that if you go to their site, Cryptozoic.com slash Harmontown, that you that there's some that would make you special in some way that you could partake in the purchase of the either this uh, total recall game where you uh, play cards and uh, uh, fight alien. I just parasites. feel like there might be obsessive people out there who are wondering what their next tattoo and what the thing they should steal next would be, <laughs> and maybe it's a it's a it's a video game. <laughs> not, these aren't video games. These are, these are more tabletop-y the, kind of games. Are, games. are the card games? Yeah. So they're easier to steal, actually. This is, my, my text says this. Reminder, at some point, we have to do an ad for these Rick and Morty video games. All we have to do is acknowledge they exist and do a bit where we say the names of them, which are Total Recall and Mr. Meeseek's Box of Fun Dice and Dare's Game. And then you text it back, got it. <laughs> it says video games? Video games. Sorry. That's his... <laughs> 
<laughs> Dustin said sorry. <laughs> they're not video games. No, they're not video games. They're tabletop games you can play with your the fo- Is it fun yeah, for the, fo- I believe the whole the family? The total recall game is like a card game that right. takes advantage. Everybody remembers the parasite episode where the alien parasites are in the house and they can't tell. It's sort of a clip show because they can't tell which of their, which of their memories are real and which have been implanted there. By, That's the Mr. Uh, Poopy Butthole episode, isn't it? Yeah. 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 The, 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 he has the card game in the car. Yeah. <laughs> you knew that I was full of shit when I said video games. Uh, and then the other thing is it's like it's like a $40 uh, Mr. Meeseeks box that has a functioning button. It's 35 bucks for you, though, if you go to cryptozoic.com slash Harmontown and use the promo code Harmontown or something like that. Also, me undies. Okay, so back to you, Joseph. Uh, yeah, well, I, so me undies. So the, they're. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Don't bring your integrated marketing into my show. How dare you? Oh, wait, we're part of the same network. Yes, yeah, me undies. Yeah, yeah me undies. Oh. Uh, they're, they're very, very silky, smooth, soft. Twice as soft as cotton. Yeah. Right, Dan, have you, have you ever felt. We, we can be honest. Have you felt me undies? Do they get into the realm of the sheer pantyhose fetish for you? They, they yeah, do it close enough for me without me feeling all the way like I'm cheating. Cheating on pantyhose? Cheating, no, cheating on like wearing underwear. Like, like I have like like if I if I just wore I don't like 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 cheating like 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 oh wait I'm not wearing actual underwear I'm like I have a secret, right? Which is fine. Again, like I don't let my quest for an identity like trample in your rose garden. If you're if you're wearing panties right now and you're that's like like fantastic. Like like if it's if I would encourage you to feel better about that. I have a shame problem. I'm saying like me undies is like so like. So it's twice as soft. Do, do we really have to do it in me? No, we don't. No, I was. <laughs> but well, well, this one's on the house because <laughs> honestly, no, no we ch- we charge them for this one too. No, the yeah. are like they're like when you when you touch them, them for real. Yeah, they're, they're like really soft. Twice they're as like soft disturbingly as cotton is a good soft. descriptor. It's not oakum, and yeah, when you put them on on the dude side of the fence, the yeah. heteronormatively dude side of the fence, it does feel it's just this side of the Joe Rogan threshold between self indulgence <laughs> and. Uh, and and uh, um, transition. I have only <laughs> I have only touched the MeUndies samples that I got uh, to my face, and then I was disturbed by how soft they were. Like Wait, that's too soft. Your for first thing, your first instinct was to touch them to your face. <laughs> I like uh, that. It was in a public place, so it seemed the best way to right. sort of assess the yeah. claims of MeUndies right. that they were so incredibly soft. What is it? What, it, it can we? Can, is there? Is there? <laughs> is there? Is there a uh, female in the audience that is like sort of uh, uh, open to uh, and and sort of a uh, just like a oh. coffee, just coffee? No, uh, <laughs> no. Like I'm trying to figure out how to phrase it. Just like somebody who uh, who who um, has an appreciation for it's a, like finds value in their life for like the f- kind of the frilliness of traditional female garments. I'm oh trying, yeah. I don't know how to describe that. Like somebody that's like uh, that's like oh yeah I'm a I like I like putting on like uh, like like frilly like, corsets and like like I yeah. like like like, uh, like uh, Pe- petticoat lacy business like lingerie type stuff or or, or, or like or uh, there's I'm what's that. Uh, I, I, I mean, no, like, it, like undergarments, but like when the full frilly fashion, like, like kind of, you know, like, yeah. You, I guess, I guess, I guess, no, yeah. Thank you for making me clarify because I think, I think it'd be more important to hear from somebody who's making it part of their day to day life. Like, you're, like, your, 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 your actual, like, 
outerwear, like like that you're actually like you're wearing it because the question I want to ask is how much of it is for you and how much of it is for other people. And I know that's not a difficult I know that's a that's a weird question to have to answer, and it's not definitive. But that's why I, I'm just curious about having that. Is, there, is the person saying that willing to just come up and be a character for a second, or a or a person? Okay. Hello. What's your name? Hello. Hello. Zoe. Zoe. Hello, Zoe. Welcome, Zoe, to the stage. Yeah. Have a seat. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate you because uh, I know, especially uh, uh, these are these are times where th- this is a little bit of a there's a there's a little minefield we could go into here. You could th- not for me, honestly. Like you could end up. I, yeah. I mean, I guess. It's because people tend to like, oh, she's an ambassador, and that's not how we feel and all this stuff. So I will stress going forward, Sorry if you're you just are. an individual. You're not representing anybody in particular. Yes, sir, that's We're hearing I from one person. So like, what? Yeah, how? Well, answer the. Well, you heard what I was talking about. So like, uh, I don't know. For me, like a big thing is definitely like personal comfortability, and I know like everybody dresses. I think mostly for themselves. I think mostly when people get ready in the morning. They, they dress for themselves, and they dress for how they want to feel about themselves, contrary to the popular belief that everybody kind of dresses for how they want to be perceived. I think some people do, but a lot of people dress for, like, how they want to feel. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Ne- I'm never sure what I'm doing or where you draw that line. I mean, we're like chimpanzees, so we're like, <laughs> what are we doing when we're, like, clothing ourselves? I don't really know. That, like, I open my closet, and I go, okay, so there are thoughts that go through my head where I'm like, that have to do with other people, that have to do with other people's perceptions. Right. No, I think, I don't know, personally, like, I definitely got to a time where I was, like, because I, I like to dress for other people to for, to a certain extent, and then I got to a time where I was like, fuck it. You know, like, I'm going to dress for me. I'm oh, wait, wear- are we talking about undergarments uh, yeah, in particular? Yeah, yeah, in particular. So, like... So, are you wearing something exotic underneath right now? Um, well... Mm. Not on top. I have a. <laughs> I like made the choice. I was like, "How much of my boobs do I want to show today?" So I wore like a regular bra, like a normal person. Um, but I, I have gotten kind of into a thing of like, I don't know, bralettes have gotten super popular. I know most bralettes. Of the girls. Bralettes. They're like, they're like bras with no support, and they're just. <laughs> I know most of the ladies here know them. They're they're mostly like lace or like a really really thin material, and they've gotten freakishly popular. I'm an advocate already. Yeah. No. <laughs> They're great. They're great. They're mostly like they're they're mostly sheer lace, and they've gotten they're so incredibly comfortable. You don't have to deal with like the underwire, the clasps of regular bras. So they're not, they're not giving you the whole lift and separate action. They're just there to nope. kind of what just 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 to feel good and uh, like keep the nipples in line. Keep that. Just kind of yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you. So, so, yeah. So, Order so, in the chaos. <laughs> so to what extent? Like 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 so. so uh, this isn't an easy question either. Like bras in general, like we're, we're we were all born past the time of like. Well, not we weren't all born. If you feel if you're out there, like this, there was this bra burning. There was like bra bras specifically. Like we were just focused on for a, for a moment in our history. It's like in, in feminism, it's like what the fuck am I wearing these for? The idea was like, aren't these just making my tits look better for whom? And yeah, like like fuck. like fuck you and and that. But then from that gets born. It's like it's like well wait a minute. Like uh, I, I, I when I'm jogging, I don't you know like I. And I don't. I don't really know anything about that stuff. I've never actually asked these questions. Like, 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 and but uh, like, so what? The uh, under. Wow. You said that you talked about the underwire. Yeah. And the, so like, uh, bras have like a metal wire underneath them. Like we know. How, yeah. Yes. Yeah, but I'm I'm sorry, because you said these bralettes, the difference is like, one of the differences is lack of support. And the word support kind of like, for me, needs to be clarified because support could either mean comfort for the individual or cosmetic support. Yeah, so like support so your boobs look perkier is essentially because 
boots just aren't. And, but bralettes have less of that. Yeah. Yeah, so they're mostly like elastic or like lace, or there's no like. But it's just metal. keeping you from being super nipply underneath whatever yeah, else you're wearing. Right, yeah, so it's like underwear, like, like kind of like for your boobs, yeah, like as uh, you that's, would expect. A, yes, okay. and it's all just about the perspective of comfort. It's yeah, and they're awesome. all a lot of them are like super lacy, and like you're supposed to kind of show them off, so you'll wear something that's like more see through or strappier, like. All right. Yeah. Now let's yeah. talk about if I can be indelicate. Let's talk about down like like below the waist. Like do you do you wear like fancy things like garter the garter yeah. stockings. You're like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> no, like um oh like yeah like garters thigh highs stockings. I like I grew up with like uh pantyhose or tights that you wear all the way to your waist, which are fucking weird. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of them. I definitely like thigh highs and like garters more, mm-hmm. which are less acceptable. <laughs> are, are you so into like you'd you'd probably wear that? If- wait, wait, wait. Oh, because did I make the sound like? Uh, <laughs> I, did, I, I did like a cousin of the sound because mm-hmm. I'm not actually. I was like, uh huh. Right. <laughs> Better than nothing. Four days of Thanksgiving, <laughs> which I was. That was disturbing, by the way. Now, are you so into Zoe? Right? Yes. Sir. Are you so uh, into wearing like stockings and thigh highs? and garter belts and things like that that you would wear them under jeans or only when you're wearing like a dress or something like that? Uh, dresses and skirts mostly just because they're like hard to maneuver under jeans. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, like yeah. dresses and skirts mostly. Gotcha. But, so, but when you're wearing that, that's more visible. That's, that's, that's partly for you and partly for the, the public. See, that's where it kind of gets sketchy because I, I like to wear them for me. Like I'm more comfortable. Like I like them. I think they're fun. I feel more comfortable in them. And I don't like to wear them if I know they're going to show. See, right now, I'm, I'm only wearing underwear made completely of squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, Joseph. No. <laughs> Easy, Joseph. <Uh-oh>. So wait. <laughs> He's reacting to your squirrel underwear like a squirrel would react to... To my nuts. To a non... To, uh, just another reason to get the get a subscription to the streaming service. <laughs> so, so, Zoe, I know this. Uh, this, pro- this again, not an easy question to answer. And again, Zoe is not up here representing anybody. So, like, like she's uh, like, like she's going to answer personally. Um, uh, when, when, as far as outward. And and for those audio only, Zoe's not. She's she, she's unmistakably feminine. She's wearing jeans and uh, and, a, and a sweater, and she's she's like like this question could. Uh, we have no idea. We have a neutral, I think, uh, person. Like when you're when you're getting dressed in the morning, uh-huh. like are you like 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 do you have any idea? Like, 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 how, how, first of all, the first question is how much is it for other people? How much is it for you? And then the second question is how much of those other people are uh are 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 men if you're heterosexual uh or yeah like 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 well like like uh then then we need a different term like how how many of those other people are uh yeah okay (laughs) perfect she said people that i want to fuck yeah yeah whatever the word for that is because i was i'm I'm 43 so i'm like potential suitors I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the term would be. Many different callers. <laughs> I'm like Jane Austen. Uh, the, uh, but but yeah. So so you got to so answer that in any order, in any manner, and feel free to have your answer be a mess and just just you it individually. Will probably be a mess. Um, mm, okay. So like for me, I will go to sleep by myself at night, and I will wear lingerie just because I like it. It's like it's. 98% for me, I would say. Mm-hmm. I would say. Like, I got to a point, my 
Sorry, babe. My boyfriend isn't particularly into <laughs> all the, like, lacy frilly stuff. So it's definitely all for me. Like, it got to a point where I was like, all right, fuck you. I'll buy Is this something myself. you would do by yourself, though? Like, if you weren't in actually yeah. dating, you would yeah. wear lingerie to bed? Yeah, fuck yeah. And it's partially aesthetic, right? It's not yeah. just the comfort. It's just like, like I like the design. I like the way I like that this, I look. Like the way it's it... fun. It's comfortable. Like, depending on what you buy or what you wear. Um, but, like, I, I feel and I, I can't. I can't tell if this like, like if, it, it, in like 1993 this was like a, a a fun, cute thing for a guy to say. But now I don't know if it's just one of those pig-headed <laughs> perpetuation things to say. But I feel like if I were a woman, I would, I would, I would like I part a big part of like what I wore to bed would be like how I looked. But I don't know now that yeah, no, you feel I like, like, a, like I, not, I would. But yeah, I, but that's <laughs> I don't know what even where that gets filed anymore. I, I, I'm like I feel like I would wear like Garfield like uh, t-shirts, but I would make but I would like pick them that I would want them to fit right so that I would like so that I'd look like uh, this you know, is the Joe Garfield Beth Williams and Poltergeist like yeah. I'd want to look like Joe Beth Williams and Poltergeist that's what I would say <laughs> I'd, 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 and, I, and I think I feel like I'd like roll around in the bed a little bit and then like like you know and then and then go to bed and it wouldn't have to do with like sexuality but it would have to do with aesthetics yeah, for and sure. that would add to my comfort or something I mean yeah. it, like it definitely depends right like not every night I'm gonna like throw on a corset and, <laughs> and some thigh highs I'm mostly gonna be in something that's more comfortable nothing's like sleeping in a corset yeah it's it's the best especially if you're going for those like full bone corsets it's very comfortable you wear the actual straight up whalebone like oh, from... I don't no you don't. no but All I right. definitely have friends that, that have like done the full like bone corsets that are gonna break your ribs a few yeah but my but my head gets flushed with all of these crazy like questions because the other thing also is like it's not a straight gender dichotomy either even if there was one there because then part of the swirling irony of the gender dichotomy would be oh that there's like an indoctrination of the whole visual thing and it's like the big thing would be like okay if you were a dude that was ripped if I was Vin Diesel like do I do I then wear a dude equivalent of a Garfield shirt like that goes to mid thigh. <laughs> Like what does he wear to bed, and and is it is it all for comfort or is it all does he go like you know, like the way I look, <laughs> and it helps me dream better. You know? I mean, what do you wear to bed? Like, <laughs> I just I try to sleep as little as possible because it's it's I I, I worry that uh, someone will take control of my life while I'm off guard. Um, <laughs> I. I, 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 depending on the, depending on who I'm with, I may have uh, uh, pants around my ankles with a laptop uh, on my uh, lap. Uh, That's so uh, funny. I was just reading. I'm reading Augustus by John Williams, uh, and it's about Caesar Augustus Octavius, and uh, he said the same thing. Like he, he, he didn't sleep that much because he didn't like the idea that like. Like he's wasting that part of his life. Like, 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 like <laughs> other people are going to be doing stuff while I'm like. While I try I'm... as hard as I can not to sleep, and I and I and like I get away with it. Like I I, I sleep very little. Spencer? But I, it's, uh, but underwear, underwear, and like sometimes naked. But it's like it's naughty. Like I feel like I, like if I like I like fuck these underwear, and then I'm like I'm naked, and I, like <laughs> like I'm a little baby in the sheets, like. <laughs> Like, I'm a little naked baby. Spencer, are you a naked sleeper? Lingerie sleeper? What, what do you, what I'm do you a get? lingerie sleeper. Spencer! <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you care for the frilly garments on, 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 your, on, no. on a lady, or do you care about that? No, I don't care about anything. <laughs> Spencer's in a bad place, I think, well, tonight. You know, he's in the worst place, because we can't see him when he's at a table. Why, since we stopped playing D&D, what's the point of him having a table, by the way? Why, why doesn't he just sit up here like... like, like I can flip it if I get mad enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
He was he was in a he was in a he was, he seemed a little sleepy and and like uh, I don't want to say anything that has a value judgment on it. I don't yeah, know. it's like you were sleepy. You said you were sleepy in the in the green. Oh, room. I said it. <laughs> I said, He's gonna flip this table. <laughs> We, we have to put more interesting things on the table so when you flip it, there's like a debris field. Like, yeah. oh, it's definitely man. one of those nights where there's nights where I forget about Spencer and that's why he doesn't get to say a lot in the show. And then there's tonight I was like, I was like, I think Spencer needs some space emotionally. Like, because I feel like they're. Well, mostly it's just like I don't have anything to contribute. Like, for instance, I don't care about pantyhose and I don't care about lingerie. So what am I going to. How do you. Where do you come in on coconuts? I mean, exactly. <laughs> they're, they're the most mundane thing on the planet. <laughs> I'd never thought twice about a coconut. They could fucking kill you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> they can't look up look up coconut deaths right here in Hollywood. You know that more more people die of coconut deaths than uh, ISIS than ISIS. Yeah. And fifty eight percent of all ISIS deaths are coconut related. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what they don't want you to know at Big Coconut. <laughs> All right, Zoe. But, but uh, so so okay. So sometimes you so 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 you 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 will sleep in um, something that is not necessarily designed for functional comfort. But there's a there's a blurring of the line where it's like I look good and I f- that makes me feel good and that like, like I want to wear that to bed and it's not even like self sexual. It's not like you're like masturbating like because you're like oh I look so good in this lingerie I'm gonna masturbate and then fall asleep. It's just like it's just like. I feel I feel I feel comfortable because I feel feminine I feel and so and so that right there answers like a big part of my question which okay. is like like because if you were in the in the morning then if you were picking your outfit and you were to wear something that had an alluring like vibe to it a tactile vibe or uh like it it could very well be then like like it's obviously if you're doing it if you could do it in bed for yourself and have it be detached completely from other people's perception then clearly like there's no question that like sometimes you just want to feel like like a certain way and that I don't know we're monkeys so we don't know we can't we can't we can't detach ourselves from other people's well, so perception. Like you're, you're more maybe like, like a little more closer to how I am like I, I like dressing up I like the feeling of putting a suit on I like the action of tying a tie like I like also with lingerie there's a lot of the fun's got to be fastening a garter like like to a stocking right right like right. that's that's just like that that feels right I mean honestly in the mornings like I will like shower put my undergarments on and then take my hour to get ready before mm-hmm. I get dressed. Like it's something where it's like, it's fun for me to, to dress up even if it's underneath what I'm wearing. And like, I know what I'm wearing throughout the day, even if other people don't like, it's really not about them. Right. You right. know, you know, I love I mean, uh, picking up stuff from the dry cleaners, just walking out with a bunch of new shit ready to rock. Like, 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 like and then you see it and it's in the closet and there's a bag on it and you take it out of the bag and like, I want to put this fucking suit on. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever stolen someone else's suit? <laughs> if I found anybody my size, I fucking would. <laughs> I mean, I used to steal clothes a long time ago, but that was back when I was just a shoplifter and I didn't have any style at all. Like, I didn't even know what my style would have been. But uh, I, so I, don't, I, I don't think I'm a, 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 a thief anymore. But let's just say I went into somebody's... Like, like if I... 
Like, if I woke up, like, you know, Alibaba Bunny when Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck tunnel up into, like, Aladdin's, like, treasure yeah, they cave. they took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, like, for me, it wouldn't be gold and the piles of jewels. It would just be, like, a bunch of Vivian Westwood suits everywhere. <laughs> and then I would steal all, everything. I, 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 would, I, would, I, I have dreams. I obsess. Like, my, my, my general dream at night is a mild uh, anxiety dream about what am I going to pack? What clothes do oh. I have? Like, what am I bringing? <laughs> Yeah, like and it's like I, I'm a little late for the tr- for the plane or the train or the tour bus or whatever, and it's like, oh no, I don't have the tie clips. What the fuck are the tie clips? I'm like, it's it's a mild anxiety dream that, that permeates like almost like half of my dream state, and it's all sartorial. It's all this clothing shit. So do you guys? So Zoe, let's draw a line between Zoe slash Jeff and me slash Spencer, who I I lay in bed in whatever I was wearing when I fell into bed. And when Spencer texts me, it means I'm five minutes late for work and I have five minutes to get ready so I can only be 15 minutes late for work. And like that, <laughs> and, and I, and I, that, like, I almost like create scenarios where I can't, I, I, taking a shower and caring about what I wear is off the table. I almost, I almost, I wonder, like, oh, no, for I, me, it's obsession. Like, I set five alarms, so I've got all that time to get that I shit wonder, together. I wonder if I'm doing that. Because well, here's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if the difference between people who take pleasure in caring about their clothes and people who don't is a matter of experience. Like it's like, well, if you tried it, you'd love it. If you could just like in the '80s movies, it's like the bookish girl's got her glasses on and she's never tried looking like Molly Ringwald. But if she just, you know, and then oh, you're so insecure, and that's why it's like that became for us. I think you know, moving forward from there, it was like, well, that's a symbol of oppression. Like the idea that we want to be pretty and that you know, like like we just crave. But but now it's 2016, and it's like okay, open pool table and fucking. Donald Trump's running for president, so let's all just figure out who we are. Um, <laughs> and, 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 and in light of that, like, 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 so, like, is it is the is clothes people like if I got a taste of what it felt like to care about clothes, would it would I get slowly sucked? No, in? it's not part of your essence. It's not really. I don't who think you, so either. It's, it never has been. It I've, never I've would be. Married, I cared about clothes a lot that day, and I it's like, kind of like I suffered through every minute of it. You know, it's, it's like it's always going to be for me. It's like going to church or something. Like like okay, and then I got to put this on, and I can look in the mirror at the end of the day and go, oh, yeah, I guess. I can see how people would prefer that. <laughs> but it's like, and, and that's also why it took three hours instead of 20 minutes. Right. And like, yeah. And I kind of. I don't know. Like, for me, like, at the end of the day, like I said before, it's just kind of like, fuck them. Like, it's, it's what, what's up to you. I definitely don't think that, like, I got. I don't know. It's like you like putting on suits for you. Yeah. Right? You like how you look in yeah, suits. This feels like pajamas feel to me. And pajamas are like little suits. They got little lapels. <laughs> <laughs> they got, pajamas got pockets. What am I going to put in that pocket? Do you have like, a? Like, like, I, I got pajamas with a with a, with a, with a suit. You put a squirrel in there. Like I'm not gonna put I'm not gonna put anything in there. I'm not putting business cards in my pajamas. That's why I feel. See, if we, I love pajamas, I went through a phase when I was working in community. I had a little bit of a nervous breakdown, and I started just coming to work in my pajamas. I think I was just trying to get fired because I was just like, well, if the if you guys are telling me to stop caring about the show, I'll just come in my pajamas and that'll look like I'm relaxed while I'm fucking keep trying to edit the show right. And and, like, and so I was just like wearing pajamas. And they're like, you wearing pajamas? I'm like, yeah, I'm a pajampian. Like I. I, I I coined the phrase. I coined it, and I got fired. <laughs> just just for that play on words. But I know. I think also because I was insane. But 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 like 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 it's not, like the idea of comfort. Like 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 if it was like like if it was like oh these are silk or like like if if everyone just wore pajamas 
I don't know. Like, like yeah. I, I could see there's a there's a Venn diagram where all of us are like going like like oh yeah that's great I love those Vivian Westwood pajamas because when you uh, when you go like this they're more they don't rip or and they and they also feel good when you're sleeping but they look good across a room. I was like, I, I like, I, when I was in London doing some shows, I got, there was a Vivian Westwood store, and thank God there was like a sale going on because it's, it's really expensive. And there was these great, tall, like rail thin gay guys that worked there, and they're just like, they're wearing outfits I could never wear because they're way too flashy, but they look awesome in it. And like going in there and trying stuff on, and like, like that, I, that's me being the, the what a girl wants. Like, 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 like that's my so, montage. Yeah, what a squirrel wants. What a squirrel please, wants. God damn it. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Am I gonna fuck Joseph Scrimshaw tonight? Do you, do you still have the costume? Oh uh, yeah! Actually. Oh shit! It's on. I'm gonna put a suit on. It's gonna be really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, like then, then I, I so I, I've got this awesome suit that I love, and I and I came out of the thing, and I was like, oh, now we have to find a tie for it, and they're giving me these really flashy ties. That's not my thing, and I was like, I was the only guy in the store. And it's all these, you know, these great London, you know, like, like sales clerks in a sexy store in Savile Row. And, uh, and there's trimming these really flashy ties. And so I pick out like the, like one I liked. And the guy's like, I go, what do you think about this? He goes, mm, it's okay if you are in fifth grade. He's <laughs> like this French guy. He's like, I was like, I was like, hey man, like, like, I can't, we can't all dress like you. Yeah. But like, I have to keep it a little more square than that. To me, that, then you leave with a big ass bag and you feel like Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman. It's good. Right. Yeah. I had a, I had a, I had a breakthrough with a guy at like, I think it was literally like, it was something, it was in New York and I had to do a, some kind of show and it was like, <laughs> and I had to run out to one of those, I don't, uh, Saks Fifth Avenue or like. You had a, a buyer, like a shopper, like a personal shopper. Yeah, right? like, or there was a guy that, like, like, it was a, it was a guy that worked at the place and it was like, and he was like getting frustrated with me because it's like, what do you want this and that? And I, Dan, and I, Dan, real quick, like he got what I would love to have is somebody that takes you out and is a personal shopper, and oh, you go yeah. out and they pull stuff for you and you try stuff on. They take you from store to store. Oh, you're thinking of a different thing though. That was oh, a disaster. That? Yeah. Oh no, I, th- I was, there, there was an emergency where it's like I needed like a new. I wanted a new. Like I wanted to get like a jacket or something for a thing. And, uh, and I remember the guy getting frustrated because it's like he worked in clothing and he, there was this barrier there where it was like, I need a new jacket and I want to look good. But he, like, it's like when you, when it's the same thing when I go to a haircut place, it's like, well, I don't, I'm not in the business of talking or thinking about my hair, but I'm here for a haircut. So what are we going to do about this? And, and so there's frustration on both sides. And then there's a syndrome there of, of like, like you feel as a consumer, if you don't care about your hair or clothes, you get, you feel, you feel bullied. You feel snobbified. Like, like you, you're, you're like, Oh, this person like knows more about hair and clothes and they're judging me. But I think it's just like, they just want to know. And I, and I, so I just blurted to the guy at one point. I said, look, I want to, I want, I want clothes that no matter where I went in time and space, people would ignore me. They would, they would not be able to tell if I was rich or poor or clean or dirty or from the past or from the future or high status or low status. They would leave me alone. And he was like, oh. <laughs> And he like and he yeah. took, took me over to a fucking yes. gray jacket. Oh, and was, and you, I was like, you mean Yves Saint Laurent? Yeah. He was like, he was like, oh, you want to be a fucking generic time traveler? Uh, That's great. Uh, like, 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 yeah. I would love a clothing store that was just called "What Are We Going to Do About This?" <laughs> <laughs> that totally embraced like 
I know I want to do something different, but I just, yeah, like, you can just come in weeping and, like, it's okay, we'll help. Or just a place where, like, you know, like, there's, like, wine, clothes, hair. There's got to be, like, five other things in this category where it's, like, every once in a while you run into a person that somehow strikes upon a vibe with you that where you don't feel intimidated. And in that moment, you learn a thousand things. Like, I've eaten in a restaurant where I was, like, I just had the fucking balls or whatever stupidity or highness to go like, look, I don't know anything about wine. Can you tell me what the fuck this is all about? And and, and, and I've done that before and had the person go, go, go like, tell you all about it. And all right, knock it off. I'll take the hash browns. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> but, but, but then like, I, I, but there are those moments where you intersect with somebody who's like, who's like, oh, you want to, you want to me to teach you about wine from the beginning. Right. And, yeah. Te- treat me like a person that wandered off a rocket ship and, and doesn't know what a glass is and go from there. And, and sometimes you get like, you get like, you'll sometimes you'll get a hairstylist like that. And sometimes you'll get a person that's like, to picking your, helping you find a shirt like that. And then, and, and, and you kind of like, I, I don't know if you, like, like I walk away from those experiences going like, Oh my God, humanity has a chance because I still don't care about jackets, but I don't, I no longer, there's this whole world where I thought, I thought it had everything to do with like, you're either smart or stupid or you're, hurting someone or a right. victim and it's actually actually just people who care about jackets and people who don't and I met a person today who is in the right mood and we talked like we made a friendship and I got right. a jacket I have knowledge and I'll share some with you it's not a judgment whether you have it or I don't it's just right. here, hey here's so some there knowledge. should be like a yeah I think there would be a huge market for like well you know look how big those uh, that series of books blank for dummies it's like yeah. it's like 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 take that principle and just go like and that, like, like like this is a closed store where <laughs> what are we going to do about this <laughs> I guess I just took ten minutes to repeat what your what your pitch was. Yeah, like you like 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 place where you felt comfortable walking in and going. I don't know, man. Yeah, come on, help. So just help me. When you were a little girl, like, did you always like know what you wanted to wear? What, what like where were you what, like what you were gonna wear to school or out? When- yeah, I I, mm, mm, I was I was a little bit out of it uh, growing up. So I, I did. I had like my my phases, but every phase I knew exactly what I wanted to wear and like. How I wanted to look and how how I felt comfortable. I actually um on the drive up here today I'm from Orange, um we had a conversation about my hair because I've your hair is badass by the way. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> we had a conversation because um, I want to nestle inside of your hair. You know what? After I'll give you the opportunity. All right. We'll be good. Uh, <laughs> Joseph and I are gonna get into like a squirrel. <laughs> it it does it 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 is like a nest. It is. It's, no, it's 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 like a nest. So we'll we'll take that time. Um, but about how I went through like a large period of time where I was like just red hair and I was like like fire engine bright red hair and I was like this is me. And I like attached myself to that. And that was like what I was just most comfortable with and like how like I knew that that was me. And that was like a mistake. And I definitely I had um, another two years where I still had the bright red hair, but I also had a mohawk. And nice. so it was like but I was like, this is fucking me. Like I'm. Do you have I, any idea why, what, you know, what what like, signal you got that that made you go on the red kick? Um, no. Is that, is I that, have. I, I I do know that one day Dan just heard redhead and now he's going on this. <laughs> no, what I heard was like, like a common cry of somebody who's just like I, I have a history of like I would just pick random shit as I was no, growing like, up, but I was I, like, well, I gotta have something. I had a, I I, str- I straight up had like a, a mohawk and like you guys see, I have real curly hair 
And so I just buzzed the sides of my head and just had like a weird ass curly mohawk for two years. And it happened because my friend one day was like, mm, I'd like to shave my head. And I was like, that's a good idea. <laughs> I went home and I was like, hey, mom, break out the clippers. And she was like, all right, let's do it. And so I showed How tall to- was the mohawk? Um, I mean, it grew. Like my hair was about this. Like at its height, like how big was, how high was the mohawk off your head? Uh, well, it got to a point where I couldn't wear it like straight up anymore because uh-huh. I wasn't like gelling it up. I was just letting it do whatever. So I would braid it back. I got you. So it'd just be like one braid down the center of my head. Dig it. Which, yeah, very, very odd. It never got like super high. And when it got, I had, I had bangs too. So it was like a pompadour above the mohawk. <laughs> yeah, whatever you're thinking, that's what it looked like. It was awful. <laughs> Uh, so then this all leads inexorably to like like did you have an epiphany at any point of like I don't know, were you were you pursuing things the wrong way when you were going from this to this to this to this like Don Cheadle in Boogie Nights he's like I'm a cowboy I'm a robot I'm a this and a, he had to find his look or did you or is that or are we seeing you are we seeing you in another phase or did you have a did you have like a Zion that you came home to um I don't know um, like, I, I really don't because I, I, I think I definitely like my motto through high school is like when I'm 80, I just want to look back and be like, yeah, I did that shit. And like, like every matter. single thing. Would you like to see like, oh, would you like to see yourself change? Because a lot of people like when look I at die, themselves. I want a montage of just all my bad hair choices. At my oh, funeral. there you go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Cause, yeah. Because that's that's the thing that happens to all of us anyway. And like, it's better to embrace that. Like, yeah. like Too many people from my generation are like, oh, these embarrassing like. Oh, the things this was in back then. I look like the Ramones and all this stuff, and it's like, well, yeah, but you didn't know. I mean, like, and also, like, what the, what is your hair? It doesn't matter, right? Yeah, so it's right. good. It's like you're you're just like I want those coffee mugs from every gift shop that is like yeah. every three yeah, years. That's right. Yeah. So, so I definitely like right now. It's just kind of like doing my thing. This is what's appropriate. I'm like a new adult, so I'm, I'm going into like this is what will get me okay in life without me like getting in trouble for my bosses. Um, and I'm sure I, I've been kind of talking about reverting back to like the bright hair. So mm-hmm. I have a bottle of pink dye in my, in my bathroom right now that when I'm- you make a change. Do you know, is there, is there a signal? Are you, is it, does it come from inside or does it come from outside? Do you see something like a billboard or something and go like, yeah, most of the time I'm like scrolling through Instagram and I'm like, that's pretty cool. And I'll just like, like, that's how the uh-huh. pink bottle of dye ended up in my closet as I saw like a black Afro or a black girl with an, a- with a pink Afro. And I was like, Oh, that's mine. I'm, uh-huh. That's mine next. So that's, <laughs> so, so this dude right now is you kind of walking the line of being respectable, but still a little funky. Yeah. Like, like it was, my hair's dark naturally. And so it was dark. I bleached my hair to put in the pink dye. And then I was like, no, I dig it. Let's, let's keep it for a while. So like it really, there's never an opportunity for like, or there's never a point where I change and it's like really planned. It's just kind of like whatever. To make it happening. pink, you have to get it way, way more light than that. Yeah. Yeah. So you Real just got to bleach the hell out of it. Then. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a process. Do you feel like it affects what you do? Like if you went pink and it was a little bit more shocking, do you feel like I would maybe do some things with pink hair that I didn't when I was not pink hair? I mean, I think maybe with some, I'm just, Honestly, I'm just kind of fucking crazy. So like I'll do <laughs> I'll do whatever anyways. Okay. So yeah. I mean I I I don't think it Would really Would you talk to Hitler about pink hair? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? I might be like, dude, if you embraced yourself a little bit more, maybe dyed dyed your hair pink. Oh, man. Just, just the mustache. Just the mustache. That's a good that's a good choice. <laughs> you might be a little happier. P- what well, what would Hitler have done differently with a pink mustache? Yep. Uh like everybody I mean People probably would have laughed at him a little bit. I laughed at him a little bit more. Oh, you don't want so. that. Yeah. <laughs> right, don't you guys think? Thank you for bringing that up. We're gonna wrap up the show. I'd like to wrap it up with this thought. Because uh, people keep comparing Donald Trump to Hitler, and then other people keep going. 
uh, he's nothing like Hitler. Don't do that. <laughs> I just would like to say, as a closing thought, I think the idea of comparing a politician to Hitler is to get a fucking jump on it as early as possible. <laughs> I see no fucking punishment for doing it prematurely. I think that's a good gun to jump. I don't think Hitler, uh, he wasn't like, uh, during the primaries going, let's kill 500,000 Jews. <laughs> he didn't like ramp it up. He fucking got elected and then the shit storm started because it was, uh, what, I don't know what that weird speech uh <laughs> The shiza started. He, he thrust. He thrust his fish against the speech impediment, and then he each his dick. The 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 look. Uh, uh, fa fascism is an opportunistic infection in a country that's been destabilized economically and culturally. Like 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 the 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 the, the clowns that rise up that get everybody's angry attention. They typically have funny hair and silly mannerisms. They're rodeo clowns. They're uh, they're they're it's not it's so so it's good to yes. He's Hitler. He is exactly Hitler. He He's precisely Hitler. Cliffhanger! Um. <laughs> Let's hear for Zoe, everybody. Thank you so much for coming up. Awesome. Cliffhanger! <laughs> Joseph Scrimshaw. Thank you. What a pleasure. Thank you Listen so much. Listen to his Feral Audio Podcast Obsessed. Spencer Crittenden. I'm Jeff Davis. Your mayor is Dan Harmon. Go check out those non-video games, Rick and Morty, whatever the hell they are. Come back next week. The world will still be here. Oh, also, Nick Seatman for writing that awesome song about the Radiohead Nightblade song. That was absolutely magnificent. All right, everybody, drive fast, take chances. We love you. of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. <laughs>